Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, we're recording. All right, our levels is good. All right. Oh, cool. <laughs> Realest podcast ever episode, I don't know the number. I hate, I don't even like coming on like that. Why? Because we don't have an intro? Yeah, it's just like. Yo, like seven people promised us an intro. Philly the boss man said it's done no cap and followed me. I'm like, oh, it's on. <laughs> that was three weeks that ago. That was weeks ago. <laughs> Who that? Boy, Ghost Rider from uh, Florida was supposed to knock out our uh, intro. He said, send me a send me a brief bio of what the show is about. I got y'all. Apparently the bio threw him off. He never made it to the studio. Are y'all smart and be reading and it's educational? I ain't got nothing for that. Yeah, I thought y'all was. I like, thought this was the the B and H podcast. Yeah, the bees in the in the uh, garden tools. Yeah. Being as though it's not, I ain't got nothing for y'all. <laughs> we'll try again for another show in a different format. Rose podcast ever episode. I don't know what this is. One hundred and thirty-two. One nineteen. Okay. One nineteen. <laughs> One nineteen. Um, I'm your host, uh, Chad Fain, aka C Diddy. Who are you? Oh, I'm at. I was posting a video of us on Instagram. Oh, okay. The uh, well, the team is here. Do we got to introduce Carl at this point? I mean, yeah, he's uh, but he's, he's like he's, he's been he's been a lot of places since the last time he's been. He's been here a bunch of times. This is like his ninth time. Here. But he's been a lot of places since he's been here the last time. Like when like. Ryan Clark comes on first take. They just be like, "What you got for us?" Right? Like, they don't even hey, what's up, black man? Yeah, that little little nigga who wasn't really good with the Steelers. What you got for us? It's like, yo, they, I definitely don't remember Ryan Clark contributing anything to the Steelers. I don't remember him at all. I honestly thought he. I thought that it it was the um. Remember uh, what's his name? Minion on uh, the game. Remember the game? Yeah, with uh Tia. Yeah, I just I've been I watched ninety seven episodes of okay, the game. Okay, so you this remember Derwin? Yeah. What was his, the other main star? Oh, you talking about you talking about uh, Malik's homie TT? That's who I thought Ryan Clark <laughs> was when I first when I when I first started seeing. Did him. you really playing in it? Yeah, when I first started seeing him. Do you on, have footage on first take of you actually being in the league, bro? That's kind of how it go though. Like you can always tell who's like. Not good. Like, oh, it's crazy. But the biggest names, like, honestly, outside of, like, Shaq and Charles Barkley, those are, like, the biggest names who actually went over yeah. and, like, are okay. Because everybody else, you really don't want to hear them talk yeah. or see them. I was watching, uh, I don't know if it, I don't think it was Sunday Night Football. Because Tony Romo's on Sunday Night Football, right? No, no, no. He on CBS. He, he on Tony CBS. Romo CBS. He does the afternoon game. So, uh, whatever network Trent Green is on. And I saw Trent Green and I was like, oh, Trent Green. Like, <laughs> I forgot about Trent Green. Tony Romo be wildin'. Tony Romo's like the best play-by-play dude, but he be wildin'. Yeah. They come up to the line, Tony Romo be like, watch this, it's a fake. It's going to the guy on the right. You're like, <laughs> like Tony Romo be calling that shit out like it's nothing. He like he know every playbook yeah. in the NFL. But I saw Trent Green uh, covering the game, and I was like, oh shit, Trent Green. And it, but it made all the sense in the world because Trent Green was a very good quarterback before he got hurt, and uh, Kurt Warner took his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Vermeule cried. You know, <laughs> in the preseason. Yeah, he was a he was a big deal, and he got there. I'm like, yo, he's handsome, well put together. I'm like, damn, where they find Trent Green from? Made all the sense in the world. But yeah, all of the. G level guys, fantastic uh, analysts. Analysts. Chris Weber is not really. Yo, 
Him and Reggie TNT Miller. TNT has Chris Webber and Reggie Miller on the same telecast. I ain't going to hold it. you. I can tolerate Reggie Miller. No. I can. Reggie try to say something cool and you know he still but talk. That, but that's, he that, talk, that's he talk like, like a, he grew up in Indiana. That's like though. an old uncle that's like I know he played in Indiana. He, he talked like he grew up in Indiana. Chris Webber like, just he went to like Indiana and became from up. there. <laughs> Chris Webber just be saying any fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? I can't deal with Chris Webber at all. Reggie pop up, man. Like, as, as Meek Mill said, man, it's levels to it. You be like, no. <laughs> You be like, you be like, Reg, come on, cuz, like, yo, yeah. Oh, can we can we give a sh- special shout out to my man Ro Parish? Ro Parish is my favorite. You know what I'm talking about? He be on NBA. Uh, what's the joint with Dennis Scott and them? Uh, oh, inside, in, uh, what the fuck? Because they it's uh, on NBA TV. What's it called though? Um, because they're uh, players only, baby. <laughs> Ro Parish be on there. Ro Parrish did the play-by-play the other night. Well, the recap the other night with shades on. He had on big-ass <laughs> aviators. I'm like, oh, Ro Parrish be wild. And then he wanted them in the mix, Bulls. So he, like, super cool with every single thing he say. Yeah. He, um... My, he was like, Montrez Harrell steps up, and you already know, meet me in the trap. It's going down. He <laughs> <laughs> say shit like that. So then the, uh... My, I think uh, Zubak got the block on one game they was doing, like, the recap of. Yeah. He was like, um, Zubak with the block and the save, and then the kick out the Lemon Pepper Lou. Lemon Pepper from downtown. I'm like, fucking Lemon Pepper Lou. He just be saying all kinds of shit on there. LPL. Yeah. I fucks with uh, Roe Parish though. So, uh, yeah, shout out to our special guest, uh, friend to the show, family to the show. You know him. You love him. Just recently seen on uh, ABC talking to uh, our commander in chief. Also recently featured in uh, a special article in USA Today about gun violence and you know community activism. Pastor Carl Day, Culture Changing Christians. What's up? What's we up? We get some yeah. fake claps. Tell her. So do we still have fake claps here? This uh, did it, did it, it, was that in the budget? Was that in the budget <laughs> for the new studio? It'd be good to know before we start. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe later, Carl. I'm just going to bring my laptop and install my own soundboard. I ain't going to hold you. I do want, with, with, you know, with, with that, you know, <laughs> I, I do want a beat machine. That's one of my joints. I, <laughs> yeah. I def- not a beat machine, but a a sound, soundboard. you know, like where I can have different little joints. Yeah. yeah, yeah like I'm I sure def- Big Dan got some bootleg software with yeah. that on there. We can, we can, we can. I definitely, Big I Dan's d- in the uh, studio also in the background. There you go. There we go. Let's clap for everybody. Uh, Carl was everywhere this week. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, my brother. It's good to be back. Good to be back, y'all. Uh, last time we had you here was probably a a day or a couple days after the uh, riots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, took place in Philadelphia. You was here with brother BF. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, the Hitler episode. Yeah, brother BF. <laughs> brother BF was wild another night. Then you, you didn't you you. I'm you, off. You, I'm you off not. the platform. <laughs> Wilder, definitely. Yo, wilder. I said this shit three times a and, week. And also, and, and also, and also, for clarity's sake, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we got, we we probably got a lot of different people that's going to yeah, listen yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In regards to anything with Hitler, man, just know, uh, Pastor Carl said nothing in regards to Hitler. Neither on that, did on that Chad. Episode. Neither did Matt. There and uh, the views expressed by brother uh, BF and Kruma do not reflect those of the Realist Podcast ever or any of his affiliates. There you go. BF was wilding on Twitter the other Hitler night. Hitler was wrong. <laughs> okay. It wasn't even nothing about that. <laughs> right. yeah. BF was just yeah. bugging. <laughs> But um yeah I, I saw you was on the front page of Daily News. Yeah. The, um yeah. The, uh, somebody was like yo sign this joint for me. <laughs> <laughs> not re- not realizing man it's it's going to be worth less the next yeah. day than what he, than what he paid for it. You know exactly. What I mean? <laughs> 
But um, yeah, I saw you on Don Lemon. Yeah. Then you was on with Don Lemon pulled the sassy move too. By the way, what was that? Yeah, you know I mean, he pulled a sassy move too. By the way, it Don Lemon seems to be like real fifty fifty with like people. It's like people really like him or they really can't stand him. And then once you get deeper into like the black congregation, they're like twenty five twenty. Like <laughs> I hate ball. <laughs> I stab boy. He ain't that bad. He ain't that bad. I love him. I like boy a lot. Like yeah, it's like it's no real consensus when it comes to Don, Don Lemon. Lemon had a uh, like a social awakening on CNN uh, probably about a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. Because his whole prior history was, man, it ain't that bad. It ain't. That, and then they locked his ass up on uh, on television and humbled his ass. And he's like, this is a travesty. Yeah, and then ever yeah. since then, he been like uh, BLM Don. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now he pulled a sassy move. Um, cause the first, what the first night, I did his show, super late, you know what I mean? And, and you know, he asked me my stance on stuff. I gave him my stance, but then I did Cuomo show, the next night or probably the day after that, and like he came on to pretty much kind of act like he's saving the day, cause I said, you know, I'm still undecided at this point, cause I'm not stamping, you know, uh. The other candidates as well Until I hear a plan for our community He right. tried to After I got off You know what I'm saying He transitions in And he all uh, My mother died So you know We can vote And you oh, know So I don't understand job. Why it's so difficult Dog you was on the phone with me Like you know what I'm saying Like we was on the line together right. You know And after we got off And all that You was like You know they gonna get at you Right And I'm like Yeah that's cool But you know He's like But no I hear what you're saying But then the next Two days later yeah. You jump on Act right. like you saving the day So I don't see why it's complicated Well you know I mean You so disconnected From the real black community you, 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 you don't understand The complications So don't speak as to right. Why you don't understand Why it's so difficult Or why I'm asking for a plan You know what I'm saying yeah. So yeah He pulled a sassy move man But It's been a lot of talk the last few days not necessarily around like does the political climate but just like there's some stuff happening in the media that's kind of like unraveling and there's a lot of conversation from people like dame dash voice the five nine lord jamar Gary, stuff like that just about the fact that like whenever black people just don't sit back and take whatever they're given or ask for clarity or what do you mean by that or show me some evidence or give me a plan we're problematic. It's like, what's wrong with this It's nigga? like, what's wrong with this nigga? Why are you bucking against the system? And him saying it just kind of reminded me of that conversation. We'll table that until later. But just in general, when you ask for like specifics rather than just the general window dressing that they've been giving us for the last 60 years, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand why that is. And it's like, we haven't moved past that yet. And obviously we haven't. Well, one of the biggest problems of that, though, man, is uh, you still got a strong demographic of the black community that plays right into the hand of that as well. I was about to say, that was literally what I was about to go. Man, you got got black elders in the middle class or middle class blacks who really think they're upper class, but they're really middle class, not realizing that the COVID, everything else, they want to eliminate and eradicate Mm -hmm. the middle class anyway. So your black behind going to be right where everybody else is, too. But you got them type folk who... Get got pissed off. Like I mean, my emails, man, messages. <laughs> Yo, Carl, have, have you actually looked at your mentions on Twitter? They're oh, hilarious. Man. Every every, every <laughs> look, 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 when I could keep up with them, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like I really had to like scroll back through stuff and yeah, yeah man. But like 
black black community was pissed because they just wanted me to and it's like people got to understand this right 94 crime bill you had a lot of black leaders and black clergy leaders black pastors who just said you know what to hell with enough is enough okay we just got to help y'all we gonna sign off on this joint you know what i mean then guess what people blame the black church damn the black pastors was behind the clintons boo, 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 boo. so now you got black pastors that hey hey really do the work you know what i mean really go out here be out here for the people yeah that really, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody else ready to bring up something else. And I'm the only person that said, you know what? No, no, no. What you going to do for the African-Americans that's in the ghettos? Like, mind you, I'm specific. I'm talking about us. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I, that's one thing I did enjoy that you didn't, like, shy away and try to sugarcoat it. It was uh, like, no, what about the ghettos? The it's ghettos, like, yeah, bro, like, That's it. I, I felt that. You that's know what it, saying? bro. That's it. And then they get mad at you because I got blacks mad because y'all just want me. We got to do anything to get him out. Right. No, I hear that. But at the same time, I, I handle him. You see what I'm saying? Like, his head on the platter. So right, right at this point, buy a Harris ticket, you know what I'm saying, whoever the third party is right now, listen, y'all got the opportunity to now address where do y'all stand with us? What give us tangibles. Right. Like, yo, we don't really want to negotiate or utilize the only leverage we do have before these folk really be entitled to the next four damn years. Y'all crazy as all hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause cause what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna do the same thing the last ten administrations did, which is bundle in the people of color play, which <laughs> yeah, is that Asian shit is wild. Indian, Asian Indian, American Native American. Uh, Hispanic, even, and we ain't gonna get shit. Even when you said it, like specific to the black people in the ghettos, his yeah. response was, "Well, I have got, I got a, a high uh, what respect was the, for all I, races." Yeah, he's like, "I got a high respect for all races." All, not, he didn't even say all races. He said the uh, all people of color. All people, and it just like that is like it's you a, can't it's, generalize. You can't generalize in the last two years. The climate on social media has been real specific about separating the black agenda from people of color because people of color don't identify with black folk. No. The Asians and the Hispanics, no offense, don't give a fuck about the plight no. of the black community. Patrice, the, Patrice O'Neill was like, um, there's a race war and it's black and it's white and then people are choosing sides. He's like, Latinos, they're choosing blacks. Asians, they chose white. It just is what it is. He's like, but they chose white because they don't want to be associated with anything having to do with any people of color. Latinos chose black only because they trying to get the most oppressed spot and you can't get it. It's like, that shit is the truth, though. It's like, you talk to somebody who's Chinese or Indian, they don't care about the issues facing the black community. It's just no way around you're going to get them to understand. And then once you get into the past three, four hundred years... You can't even get them to understand that. You know what I'm saying? And I, you see people all the time will try to, like, basically, you know, put slavery up against, like, the Holocaust. I, yo, so, I was going to say whatever their oppression yeah, Whatever be, the oppression might have been. The Holocaust actually happened. Right. You got all of these other things that may or may not have happened or happened in a vacuum where it was quick, whereas slavery was an institution of American Community building and American wealth. Yeah, and it's like I read Squanto, but I don't. Yeah, you know, like they'll put that against whatever. That really. They're like, oh well, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? The Asians made the railroads, and it's like, yeah, how long was that for, and were they forced to do it, or were they paid to do it? Right. And it's like they never want to just compartmentalize and deal with slavery on its face, and just say we screwed up, like we overdid it. You know, we thought this was the way. The Africans that sold their people into slavery were complicit in it. It was the law of the land at the time. We've evolved past it. We need to make this right. So you know, I'm, you they're know, doing whatever they can to not have to be held accountable for the fact that it happened. You know, I'm back to work now, so I'm light duty. So I came in and it was like, yeah, um, we're gonna have you sanitizing the buses. So I'm just like, all right, you know, doesn't sound too drawn. They gave me a backpack 
that is filled with like sanitizer. Ghostbusters. You look like a ghostbuster. Like a fucking orchid man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I'm not walking around with that on my back. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, this is I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like I'm I'm light duty. This is light duty. This is heavy duty. I'm not This is this, fifty pounds. Right. So I called the light duty dude and I'm telling him, like, yeah, this we gotta find something else, you know. And he's like, Oh man, you know, your your restrictions say you can do this, da 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 da. Basically, you got the job and you just don't want to do the work. And I'm like, listen. Chief, I'm like, I'm I'm black. You know what I'm saying? I'm a black man. Chief. Like, you're white, I'm black. Just you saying that is wild. Yeah. It's just wild. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm like, I'm not asking what you're trying to be. <laughs> you're being it. You're being it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm you, you just don't like to do the yeah. work. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. But that's besides the point. Just you as a white person, you can't mention work and anything about working hard to anybody black. Ever in a million years. What up, James? It's, I said, what up, James? Like, he's in there and shit. <laughs> the, um, but it's just like, yeah, it's like, you can't say that yeah. to me and expect me to not feel a little like, bro, my my family is like direct descendants from slaves. Like, right. my family's from Monroe, North Carolina. We my great-great-grandfather purchased land. Like, he bought freedom. Like, you, huh? You can't say that. Like, not with 400 years of what went on. You can't even. If And like Paul Moody said, if I decide to want to sit on my ass. So be it. So be it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that. You, Pete, They don't even understand the, the oppression and everything that went on. And still to this day goes on. Yes. It's just what it is. It's just a reality. You know what I'm saying? We try sure. to, like, brush it under the rug and just like, oh, well. It's over, and it's just like, nah, it could never be over. Not I, saw, when you- I saw something, not to cut you off, I saw something the other day that was like, because the anniversary of 9-11 was uh, like a week and a half ago, and they were like, 9-11, never forget, slavery, oh man, get over it. Yeah. 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 9-11 was 19 years ago, and they telling us never forget, slavery took place for 247 years or whatever it is. Michael Chase said he was going to walk around with a shirt on that said, all buildings matter on 9-11 and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... <laughs> That's how stupid it be sounding, but it's like, yeah, that's where we at. Like, and the crazy part is, like you mentioned, you got black people who is kind of like, man, shut that shit up. We we getting it out here. Right. See my Dior's like we like that's really how they be. Trump blessing niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Trump blessing. Hey, but listen, listen. But it ain't even just the young ones. Though. I'm talking about it's the nah. old ones. I'm gonna be real with you, man. Like they, you know how many blacks I've seen. All right, I'm gonna say it like this, right? And I'm cool with standing on what I say anyway. Most of the people listening can't beat me. Um, yo, these black elitists are more detrimental to the black community than white racists. And the reason why I'm saying that is you had, you, I, if I show you my emails, people say, hey, Pastor, uh, I'm a black person and I'm here and I'm such and such XYZ amount of years old. I saw what you said and I commend your question, but you troubled me by saying you were undecided. I feel like you should be pushing and teaching your people to do whatever they can to get this man out of office. First of all, I'm a pastor. I'm here to teach people about Jesus. I'm not here to tell people to teach people who they're not, supposed not to vote for. I'm not here to be for. a political you know pundit. Right. Which is why I ask the, the, the politicians to lay the plan out. That's it. Y'all get the education. I'm not here to teach y'all that. Yeah. Secondly, you know, then they go into stating this right here, which is the most disastrous statement I can hear from African-Americans, which shows us how much we're still caught in the matrix. I understand 
that our conditions haven't changed for the last 50, 60 years. I understand that, you know, Biden and Harris may have had a history and I understand that this, this and this. But, but, but like, do you know the thousands upon thousands of families been destroyed based upon this? But that you yeah. infuse in there. Yeah. But at still we got to do that. And I nobody's perfect. No candidate is perfect. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the brother that's trying to defend his homie. You know, what I mean, I picture you trying to defend your homie. Hey, sis, I know he beat you and he cheated on you. But I'm saying. However, it's, like, a, it's yeah, a whole it's, lot of it's, conjecture it's, in, in that, that butt. butt. Absolutely. So fat, it's fat, like <laughs> black and ugly as ever. Yeah, yeah. However, <laughs> yeah, it's one of them so, Jones. So it's like, yo, when I'm watching and I'm reading emails. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm like, this butt is more offensive than me. Then the the the, yeah. the 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 white dude in Nebraska that said, "Hey, you 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 racist black nigger." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm main man called him a racist nigger the other day. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, somebody really called me a racist nigger. I'm like, hold up, did he realize? Did he not realize that was racist? Yeah. But, but but anyway, like, I'm more offended when I'm looking up and I'm like, see, this is what the problem is with our people. Like, when do we challenge the status quo and people telling us right? Because essentially, what they be what they've become this sect of black people. People, they become no different than the whites that pander us and sit here and only pretend to care about us when them four years come up. Right. The same demographic of blacks who say I'm nothing like them. Suddenly now, you know, you need the them to vote because we got to get your candidate in here. The same way we got a lot of white liberals who really are more anti-Trump than they are pro-black. You know what I mean? They march yeah. with you. They sit right there and say black lives matter all day long, but you five minutes away from where the shots fire and you don't give a damn about nobody living around exactly. the corner from you. So it's like that's problematic, man. And we got to start to really realize where we at with it. And we got to be able to shake it up. So that's why when I'm looking at the the backlash coming from my own community, because guess what? In a time where everybody was talking about how you protest, the hell with why you protesting, right. but how you deciding to protest and defunding police or should they be abolished and everything else was lost is the same plight that been here for the last couple hundred years so i'm looking like yo y'all mad that i put us back into the conversation you got to realize something and I've, I've i've peeped it just in like being where i've been for the last 11 12 years working and shit niggas be liking where they at wherever it is that they are at like if a nigga got a job to make 20 dollars an hour and he got a, a maxima america's great at, it's it's lit <laughs> Because he know it's a lot of people who don't got a $20 an hour job in a Maxima. Yeah. So in his mind, it's like, man, this Max is, man, this shit got air conditioning, automatic stuff. like sports suspension. Yeah, <laughs> you see, I got the panel roof. Like, that shit is lit. So it's like, yo, it's hard to get blacks to, like, almost, like, challenge because they know at the blink of an eye I could lose this shit. For I could sure. lose my job. I could go to jail. I could be killed. So it's just, you're not going to get people to really, really jump on board with challenging the especially that because it, it it's but, like but scary you, you, you know but you know what the answer is to that though right of course i know the answer is this then shut the hell up exactly that's it <laughs> like like listen if you happy where you at then turn abc news no, off I'm and saying, stop pretending to care 
on the like, dude, like the the our union president and shit, they'll come up to the depot, every, like you say, when whenever the the union elections <laughs> right. is going on. Oh yeah, days the, the, they, the, they, <laughs> they they down at Penn's Land, they hand you sanitizer, you go, bro, you know what I'm saying? Just like I'll never like, see nigga, you. I ain't seen you in two years. <laughs> never see you ever. <laughs> he, he try to keep that 350 k yeah, a year. Exactly. That's what he's trying to do. So it's like, yeah, you see these people every couple of years, and when you see them, it's like. Pandering, yeah. you know, they'll come to the depot. And they'll be in the break room and they'll be like, "Yeah, man, uh, you know, wanted to check in with y'all, see how y'all doing, what concerns y'all got." Da da da. And dudes will be sitting there and like, how you was there the other night with that? They'll be asking soft little questions and you know this, that, and the third. And oh, so what we gonna do next year? And you know what's going on? Like, what we gonna do for the for the contract? Whatever, whatever. And. I came in the break room last time he was there and they was like, you know, sitting around having like a fucking little powwow or whatever. And I just walked past, like went to my locker. I was like, I'm going back out right. on the street. And they was like, yo, uh, big, they all call me big. They yo, big, you ain't going to come over and talk with Willie. Da, da, da. I'm like, y'all don't want me to come over there. Cause it's like, <laughs> I'm going to start wilding. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I've watched, I've watched the wire, nigga. I know how y'all play around. So it's just like, we not going to do watch that. The wire. Seriously, watch season five and four and five of the wire. You feel, you understand how they move. So it's like, like, yo, I'm not going to come over and ask you if you want me to really, really have a conversation with you. We're not going to sit and ask these stupid ass questions. It's like, nigga, I've been here for X amount of years. I've seen X amount of things happen and I've watched shit regress. Whereas like we talk all the time, like even with us in the black community, oh, it's getting better. And, and I'd be like, for who? not really, yeah. because everything that gets better in the black community, if you go, you know, I'm in North Philly, you go down 29th Street from like Allegheny to Girard, it's looking a lot nicer. Ain't niggas owning it. That's right. Niggas is getting pushed out of there. Yeah. No doubt. My man the other day, they had a, I'm, you know, I'm not on the street, but he came in and was telling me they had a detour on the 48 where the 48 goes up and down 29th. They had to go down 20, come up 27th, coming north, and go down 30, come up 31st, go down 27th, or however the fuck this shit was doing. Yeah. So they had to basically go off 29th and go down to like 31st and Master, mm-hmm. 27th and, and Oxford and all that shit. And he was like, dog. It's gated homes out this joint. He's like, I never mm-hmm. realized. I'm like, yeah, because they're getting rid of the niggas and they're buying this shit up left and fucking right. And it's like, as this goes on, I'm like, niggas got about four or five years left of doing whatever they want out there. 29th and, niggas, and master, 29th. Yeah, and niggas they, is always the last ones to know some shit. They going to get rid of that whole joint. It's going to be it's going to be like Beverly Hills. I said it before. If you go down Francisville, like Ridge mm-hmm. Avenue, it looks like you're in like Miami. It looks <laughs> brand new over there. And it's like niggas don't own it. Niggas, they, they just getting rid of you. And it's just like niggas be like, oh, man, the, the hood look good. You know, whatever. They would be like, what hood? Yeah, this yeah. ain't the hood no more. The hood hood. They, they sending y'all to Trenton. Only, you know the only thing that they waiting on is to demolish the projects, and then it's over, over for y'all. Big time over. And I think that that's the dangerous part, too. So a lot of people did stuff like, yo, Biden got a plan. Here it is on his website. Like, stop saying it ain't no plan. And what I need people to do is, right, is get educated. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, first and foremost, and even on that plan to lift every voice, they talk about, you know, combating gentrification. Matt, the things in which you talked about been in play for the last 15 years. I was about to say. Like, like, so, so, so even with that, that's just, that's false hope. You, you're not, you're not disrupting that. These dudes own the property. You're not, like, you're you're (laughs) legally going to lose every single battle if you think you're stopping what they're doing here. If, if, you know what I mean? I was, I was sitting there, not to cut you off, I was sitting there talking one day with with my homie and it's just like, they're giving 10 year tax abatements to these young professionals who are coming in and buying these properties. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, we'll give you a 10 year tax abatement so you don't have to pay for it. But this house is going to sell for 412,000. When that house sells for 412,000, it raises the property value of the house to the left and to the right. When y'all 
can't hold on to it because these values just shoot through. That's why you see all these signs. We buy homes for cash and we'll buy your house today. They'll cash you out 60000 for this house because they're going to turn around, put a buck twenty into it, be into it for one eighty, and sell it for four hundred. And you can't afford it on the flip side because now it's a four bedroom with a roof deck. Exactly. You can't afford this junk. Right. It's, and what people got to realize. And what people got to realize, anybody in real estate and know this, Chad know this too, I'm sure, but. It's more people willfully selling their homes than actually losing their homes. Mm-hmm. So the, willfully. Faci- the, fi- the facade that's being sold as if like, oh, no, they rushing you out of there because oh, they no. raised the taxes perfect example. I get y'all, they just dangle 45 cash in I front of you. I give y'all a perfect example. My man, uh, my man, Cousin E, shout out to Cousin E, Philadelphia legend. He had a friend that inherited a home from his parents. Her crib was free and clear. Grandparents owned it, gave it to the mom. Mom passed away, gave it to him. Down in South Philly, around uh like around Wharton and all of that, like 30th and Wharton around that way. They got the crib, sold it for fifty thousand dollars, cashed out of it within like thirty days of getting the, the deed and all that, sold it for fifty thousand dollars. The people that bought it took the crib for fifty grand, put like seventy thousand in it, sold the crib for like three hundred eighty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Fast, right. like it didn't right. even take long. And it's right. like, yo, why wouldn't you take the time to at least? Talk to a realtor. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody you know in real estate to consult or see what your options are rather than just like, give me the 50 racks. Because I get this 50 racks, I now can have a hot boy summer and, you know, turn up. Get go, my Dior go, Chucks. Go, go, and go, go grab my Roly. Get my Roly and my Dior Chucks and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, it just goes. That's why I treat, told everybody. Treat the Dior Chucks like, like a regular pair of <laughs> Chuck 70s and wear everything I, with I told everybody. I said, man. <laughs> I said if they end up do approving any form of reparations, they Bob Johnson proposing three hundred and fifty four thousand dollars for every person. I said niggas gonna buy a Lambo truck, parking on Grandmom's steps, and a new Patek, and they gonna be back broke again. Niggas gonna be trying to uh, borrow some money for a bus pass because they ain't gonna have enough money to put gas in a Lambo no. after after ninety days. Well, you know what's crazy with that? Like I even proposed this myself. Like, and if they if they answer the call, or answer the bell, trust me, I'm gonna make. I'm going to make some statements on some publications anyway that is coming up. So people will see it in a little minute. But one of the things, to, to, to Matt's point, with the tax abatement, like, listen, don't throw in our faces we want to raise minimum wage to $15, right? Because right? this, is, this, is, right. this, is, this is what a, 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 a color folk would do. Uh, and we'll go, oh, no, they trying to throw us $15 hour minimum wage. We need that, right? But see, dig this. That's, 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 see, that's, that's what they do to pander. What they won't do, and this is why we got to utilize our leverage right now, while, while, while we actually made this a national discussion. Like, right. see what I'm saying? Like, people got to capture what's going on. And now we really need to be pushing and enforcing a hand because now if you raise minimum wage to $15, what you need to do in a form of a sense where you added those protections so that people have 10-year tax abatement, we want a 10-year, right, mandate or uh, economical protection added to that $15 that guess what inflation will stop over the next 10 years because right. don't give me $15 an hour now gas $6.75 right. a gallon exactly. now, now it costs me $9 to get a gallon of milk because that's what you're going to see happen so yeah, even with sure. reparations it's like yo if they were supposed to kick out whatever they kick out like yeah we're every- giving, we giving all y'all 400000 Lambo trucks is 500 you know what I'm saying <laughs> you go. It's like, like, there yeah. you go Nas right. had a line he said, he said uh, by the time b- you b- hey there Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities. 
from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Can but, afford it the car and important. You, oh, you that's one of my favorite car important. Like, that's one of my favorite It's, it's the nigga ever. trap. It's like, yo, they set you up. They'll get I'll give you the fifty thousand because you think fifty thousand is a lot of money, which it ain't. I've seen people have a bad month and lose fifty thousand yeah. dollars. So it's like you got this you got this asset that if you put a little bit of work into it is worth four hundred. Yeah. But because I know you too stupid and lazy to do it, I'm gonna offer you fifty thousand dollars in a in a in a duffel bag and get you up out of here. That's real shit. Not enough air. Not enough car factories to manufacture new vehicles, sedans, and vans. That shit is real. Hey, like, yo, it's, it's the truth. Two big takeaways, right? If people actually watch that joint rather than just watch me on the clip, two of the biggest things. And the I actually, clip went viral, I, I, though. I, I, look, if we're real I've, talk, I've turned you into a meme. It's the greatest thing ever. I <laughs> love that. That picture, you just look at the Trump. It's the funniest yeah, thing ever. But, but I even brought that up, though. The, the whole, you know, wealth inequality with blacks. and Because this is what they do. They cite shock value stats. Yeah. That's why you see him run to. Jobs are up. I said, yo, what, what an $8 hour job going to do? You talking about jobs up. Them the jobs you're creating. People can't afford to, and the, black the, people to stay in cities with that. And black people still at a 40% clip. Go to Detroit and tell me their jobs is up. Go to Cincinnati, come, Ohio come and tell me their jobs is yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's really just like Andre Drummond and Lil Doug. <laughs> <laughs> the only people yo, working. That's the stuff they run with now. And dig, but dig, dig that to your point with the trap. One of the things that Trump cited, he talked about the stock market, but he also said this. He said the economy's doing well, and he said retail's doing well. Why? Because he knew that they set the trap. Yeah. Oh, we gave these. We, we want people to get their money because, you know, guess what? Y'all going to put it right back in retail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, with that, but then also on the flip side, I just spoke at a, 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 a violence rally in North Philly, and I was really making it plain. I said, yo, if y'all paid attention, like, I seen it firsthand. Man was standing feet away from me, sitting feet, feet, certain feet away from me. Yo, he legit kept talking about we getting back to law and order. He said, I told the governor of Portland, he says, give me 30 minutes and it's all over. So it's over. I have it done. Taken care of. What you think he talking about? He coming to exterminate y'all. Right. Like, like, <laughs> so, so I'm talking to the streets. Hey, cuz all this celebrating violence, everything else, your city rate go to a state emergency for gun violence, everything else. Y'all got to wake up, pay attention here. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo. This dude is talking about, you know what I mean, trying to get back into sending the troops in here. Right. Where, guess what? Like, you, you see what happened in Iraq and all them other places. These people trained to kill. They're not yeah. about to come in here and just be like, oh, no, this guy looked like he works for SEPTA. Yeah. No, this a linebacker. They gave me coordinates and the whole block got the whole The whole, the the whole joint. Nuke it all. What did he say on original gangsters? Burn the whole fucking block. <laughs> like, yeah, real tough. In, in the first 200 casualties, you're going to see an entire scared community shut right on down. And that's what he's talking about. Give him 30 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> see how them folk ran off? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I ain't even trying to laugh at the situation, but you see how they ran when they were sitting there yeah. uh, with the protest. Mm-hmm. All the folks sat on the, uh, 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 the expressway. They came hitting rubber pellets and get, they get the scattering. And, and, and the words of my man Reggie at the depot, them bust my man Kiwi wide open on 76. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, real talk. Yo, they man. hit one boy and his pants came down. He's like, oh, they got my man ass out on 76. God damn. How you get your Kiwi busting ass <laughs> out on the highway? <laughs> it's the truth And it's that's like, the stuff man We gotta pay attention you gotta, to Like people ain't ready to die I say like when you, when you talked about You know the, the older blacks And just different blacks Just all different age groups 
niggas ain't ready to lose their cable for the week. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be ready to they have ain't ready to sacrifice. Ti said yeah. boycott Gucci for ninety days. With, like, with like, Gucci shit on the, the, the mentality of Nigga was sitting with a big ass double G on the city We need to leave that Gucci <laughs> shit alone y'all for, not, for 90 days showing we ain't playing Like dog They gave niggas some money Gucci has lines right now Yeah Lines Lines, lines. And it ain't stopped yet No Ain't stopped yet No Niggas destroyed Lennox Mall And somehow some way Gucci Dior They still up Yeah <laughs> And sells down there Like Y'all destroyed Y'all forgot we rebuilt the jaw niggas back in line. Back in line. So that's where accountability is needed on all ends, man. It's needed on all ends. But, hey, man, it's, it's I personally it's feel like 2021 is going to be the worst year of our lives. Like, as people acting like 20 has been terrible, 21 is going to be oh, for very, sure. L- listen, very bad. I've talked to— The s- money's going to run out. The race war is imminent. Depending on who wins this election, it's going to be a certain side. Right, so, that's just so, so you got to. So either you're going to have a, a regime extension or a regime ch- a regime change. This is what's about to take place. You either going you're going to have the tax situation come to a head. Right now, there is no FICA tax for the rest of the year, and it's mandatory participation. Well, here go the thing I've learned about that the other day. Federal jobs can't opt out. Okay. If your employer decided to, like, SEPTA didn't do it. They can opt out. Yeah. Jewels overseas, they, they, they didn't do it. So yeah. if your employer opts out, it's mandatory participation. Right. But federal people can't get out of it, okay. which is nuts because, you know, they're part of the government. Yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really affecting everybody the way we thought it was because most employers just was like, I ain't about to put y'all in that, that yeah, yeah, pickle. Yeah. Where it's just, but it's all based around the Social Security tax. You know what I mean? Where it's like, all right, yeah, they'll take, they'll give you. More pay on your joint right now, but then starting January, they're going to be double dipping for Social Security tax, which in the grand scheme of things is not crazy, but it's wild when you look at the fact that y'all want to end Social Security. Correct. So it's like, why even they're, play around they, with But here's this? the thing. They've already been talking about ending Social Security for 10 years, and this yeah. is basically the the speed it up. Like, this is the the times two people hit me, be like, yo, why y'all podcast sound so fast? Because look you at that little, little You done hit the little yeah. X, to X2. Like, y'all done hit the X2 on the Social Security to bleed that money out. So you got that going on. You got all of the rent abatement and the mortgage abatement that's going on right now. Is is going to end? I think January, like February. Ended. Yeah, it's ending now. Yeah. So basically, you got ninety days from when it ends to start paying some Yo, bills. Well, said, no, it actually ended. They, that's what they I said actually it ended. put yeah, they put like you know the governors and everybody else was putting in motions to actually put the stop on the okay. evictions. Yeah, them, them joints. And, and well, I was, I, honestly, fact. I said it the other yeah. day. I'm like, I feel as though if you paid your rent on time all the way through this, your credit score needs to go up. Cause it's a that's lot. A good point. Real that's talk, a real it's a lot point. of people that just yeah. even where I'm living, at, my shit ain't like crazy pricey, but it's up there. They literally send me the envelope like, yeah, we ain't suspending nothing, but uh, we won't get you a late fee if you are a little. Late. <laughs> you know, if you do want to, if pay. you do want to be a little late, cool, but we ain't suspending shit. But right. no, I pay my shit. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I pay it on the fifth like a real nigga. But I just feel like if you paid your shit on time throughout the joint, your credit score should go up. Cause it's a that's lot a of people who really, really. And not on some like they weren't trying to pay it or just it was people who were genuinely fucked up. I saw something um on the news. Uh, it, it made World Star in Houston. They had the sheriff going around yeah. knocking on people doors, evicting mm-hmm. them. For sure. They had a situation where it was the like lady one was like the, eighty. Yeah, it was. It was like the hottest day of the summer, and they was like, "Yo, we can't put her out." Boy so was like, "I, you, you got until tomorrow. Yeah, I come back tomorrow. I come like, back tomorrow. Eight <laughs> a.m. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, see, but see, now, see, here's my thing. It's two. It's two issues with that, right? Because you do got a lot of people, 
And Matt, to your point, man, 2021 definitely going to be vicious. But I don't even really think it has any much to do with the election. Because I think... No, that I just think you, that's a part of yeah, it. Yeah, but I think... but Because cause the people... Everybody's just so angry. But They're yeah, but, so a lot, but a lot of... A lot of even, you know, Biden them take office, a lot of stuff ain't gonna affect it, be effective for change immediately. Cause you know, you still got you still got, got the, the first other. hundred days of the crossover. Yeah, and and Trump saying, Hey man, if this joint close, I don't I don't know if I'm getting No, nah, I'm not even <laughs> talking about none of the policies. I'm you talking, just about talking about like about a, the morale a, a, a of people, crazy yeah. cracker with a stick yeah. running up in a rush. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'ma tell you, but I think um I'm about to go hula hands, let niggas have it. <laughs> like real tough. But I think I'm gonna tell you this though, like you do got a demographic of people who really just been putting on paying bills because they just ain't they thinking the money train ain't gonna stop. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's gonna catch up. Then you also got those who defrauded the government. You know what I mean? Where that's already been catching up. You see what I'm saying? Like with that being said, something I was reading the other day. I don't know if it's necessarily that true. I meant to holler at our legal expert about it, but basically it was saying how the feds have like a threshold for like. Fraud when it comes to disaster relief, because the same thing happened with FEMA down in oh, uh, Hurricane Katrina okay, okay, and Hurricane okay. Sandy. Yeah. So basically, it's like they have these disaster funds set up, and that's where the relief goes. So it's like they basically have like a a quote unquote threshold where it's like anything below that number. We're not even going after because we don't have the resources. But it's like once you get up into like, you know, those dudes who's doing all of this PUA and SBA and SBB yeah, 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 and PPP, yeah, yeah. all of this shit's where they got a million, a million five. You saw the boy who played yeah. for, the, uh, for the Jets. For the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah. It's Drip like entertainment. shit like that. The Lakers, when you haul off and get an eight million dollar uh, SBA, it's just yeah, like. Ruth Chris got 24 million. They, they yeah. looking at the Lakers like. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. oh, my bad. Y'all got yeah. 17 chips. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Cool. But, I mean, we but, see, but see, it's a difference, though. See, with the FEMA, you had more. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying I'm this a, is I'm, I'm a say, true, yeah, but no, I was no. reading this the other day where it's like, basically, if you're below a certain number, not saying you, like, it's not like, well, no, 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 go no, do that, that shit. No, but, but, but you part know. of that is factual, though, because it's just like, even with crimes, like, anything, exactly. anything under like $250, you get like a petty misdemeanor for like retail theft. So, like, we, a certain amount, yeah. But the thing is, but also on the FEMA side, that's more of an insurance type of situation that you claiming for. Like, say, you, you know, your crib or stuff that's in your house, as opposed to you, you just created a shell company last week. Yeah. yeah. And, and you talking <laughs> about you got 25 employees. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? But that's where <laughs> motherfuckers is getting jammed up. That So I was talking to somebody the other day, and he was saying how somebody he know got in a, in a pickle already. Be Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Because they basically did the PPA joint, got a, a couple PPP. Hun- PPP. Yeah, that's the yeah. first one that they they was going at them he, in record time. He with got them a Jones. couple hundred. Yeah. And doesn't have a payroll, and they just like, Sam, <laughs> you don't even have a like. You no, get, nobody you know, filed taxes. No under one this did anything under this, and it's just like shit like that. Yeah. But like it was saying in the joint, because he sent me the article. That was the, you know, shout out Nate. Like I was talking to him, and he sent me the article, and it was just like, yo, like I'm reading it. And it's like, yeah, it do make sense, because like when you really think about it, they don't have enough manpower to yeah. just go after every little nigga that got Dior chucks. I, they, 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 well, like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You would, you would, you would hope they the don't. Chucks I'm, gonna you, to <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this though. You, you would hope they don't. But the truth of the matter is. Anytime you have a huge billion dollar industry like the prison industrial complex is and not to mention 
every bit of advancement they fought, because that's something the president, you keep hearing them talk about, the Democratic cities where they're trying to eliminate cash bail, they soft on crime, see what I'm saying? Like the reform, they, they really hate this whole... Mm, yeah. Defund the police. Yeah, defund the police. They hate this whole criminal justice reform. So the best way to combat it is do what? They gonna create the. They yeah. gonna create the infrastructure, but also this is a slam dunk because it's really, a, it's, it's really, a, a, it's really like seriously that easy because it's like yo, this your social, this your account. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't got a If it ain't fraud. <laughs> And you don't have an idea of who frauded you out, and you ain't gonna tell on them. There you, you go. You did it. You did it. That's it. And it's an easy so, cop out so, to so, a year, so, two yeah. years in prison. So, so you really don't need too many resources. I mean, no, it, I ain't a, lot true. Of people, a lot of people ain't got to show up the court. Uh, you ain't got to <laughs> get an ADA to show up. Do that. They gonna hit you with the stats and the facts. And it's like, yo, you gonna give up main man that did your paperwork. It was, fu- it was funny this today or this morning when you mentioned the SBA. Like right after that, yeah. my homie from overseas, he had a. Uh, Sent me a DM on Instagram, so I opened it and it was a link to go to eBay. And somebody just posted the Dior Chucks in a fifteen. I'm like, this is God. I'm like, this, is, this is nothing but Jesus. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't keep talking about them Chucks, like, man. No. Somebody got hey, yo, li- yo, listen, y'all got the y'all got, yo, yo, y'all got the crowd for met some of them fifteen yo, Dior listen, Chucks, man. I just seen them today in a fifteen for the first. I, I didn't know they existed. You know what I'm saying? My man just said it was God. <laughs> this, is, this is divine intervention, dog. What the, what the, how much they were? Thirty five hundred. $13.50. Okay. So it's like, that's not bad because in retail, they 11 Yeah, they 11 oh, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's 11 to 12 That's a good fair, yeah, that's fair a, number. Yeah. For a 15, bro. <laughs> Listen, they got him in a 15, dog. And those this uh, Sean Stussy Yeah, girl. my man said, I'm like, I didn't even know they existed. I'm like, this is nothing but Jesus. <laughs> it's on, dog. It's on. Man. But no, nah, real talk, though. Like, I'm, I'm making jokes, of course. But it's just like, no, nah, it's like. It's 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 so rampant, and then the article I was reading was saying how you got people who are doing the fraud in other people's names, and people yeah, don't even yeah. know. Dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dudes in people, jail getting them. People that don't even yeah. know, like yeah, they, they just swept down on a bunch of dudes in jail in Pennsylvania. In, in Pennsylvania, yeah. people literally getting money with. hitting their account. And they like, where this come from? Oh shit, I might have put in. So let me get out of the car. <laughs> That's really how crazy yeah. it is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just. It's I know r- two people that somebody PUA. Either checks or debit card just showed up at their house in somebody else's name. My one young boy said nineteen thousand and somebody checks showed up at his house, and he like, I need to cash. <laughs> I'm like, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. Horrible idea. <laughs> Slow down in the bank like this. Because the, 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 the video, they gonna have you on HD, four <laughs> K. Terrible yeah. idea. Yeah, so that was yeah. the first John. Second John was. Uh, somebody debit card came my man he calls he he opens it up because they had the same name as him but the last four of the social was different because for whatever reason it came in the package and it said the last four of the social or some control number he's like he tried to call and enter his it was like oh no this ain't me this somebody else so he's trying to track down who PUA card who's a blue debit card this was for two weeks he like I just ended up giving up but yeah people are literally yeah. just yanking people info and just following them Jones you notice Dan was asleep before we started <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, man, that's a dangerous game. I had pastors hit me up because you know they, they got relief for churches and all that too. Like, yeah, you know, you could do this for your staff and all that. I said, listen here, I ain't playing with the government. I like like even even on the legitimate side, like check check out. Like, I, I don't want nothing. You know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't save. I, I'm I'm definitely not even vicious spin bull. So I I, right. I save, I play with my money smart, you know what I'm saying? Like I make other investments. 
I'm like, nah, they they can keep that. Whatever, whatever you I say know, on the title. I know somebody too, with a bar. Carl Deegan gonna cut a side deal. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Like Pastor Carl tripping. Yeah, but Carl listen. Buck, nah, you know, down, y'all want to pull up down here at Our Lady of Lords, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, Carl playing games. We are pool friendly. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> I know somebody that that own a own a little lounge or whatever like that. He he yeah. called it a, a meeting for for all of the girls that worked in. Was like, yeah, I just want to let y'all know, uh, I filed a PUA and all y'all names. Uh, a card should be coming in the mail. You owe me fifteen hundred. Damn! I didn't ask for this. Wow! Hey, I, I filed it in your name already. I have a job, yeah, but I filed it for if, this job. So, so, so if he if, if he giving out fifteen hundred, that that, that, that means he got one hundred fifty. <laughs> that means he got one hundred fifty for the whole situation. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas is crazy, man. But see now, our, and to the counter of that, right? I think that you know, I actually just preached about this too yesterday, but like, that's where. We can't to Matt point. Twenty twenty one might be crazy, but it's like, yo, in the midst of that, that little eighty year old lady that is in Houston that was getting put out, all that paper folks been finagling, spending just to create these captions and talk down on people. Where the people at that's gonna step up and be like, yo, hold well, up. I will say this: the one guy that got put people. out on the Jonah Houston, the the one that had the the, the baby with the girl, he was like complaining because like he just can't find work, or whatever. They started a GoFundMe for him, and the the goal was. I think fifteen thousand. They wound up getting like fifty, and he gave money to the elder. Oh, to the lady. Yeah, okay. you know yeah. what I'm saying. But understand what I'm saying though. Like the problem with that though is why did that always got to go viral? These people living right next door to us. I mean, because now it's lit. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. But we <laughs> lit. Now it's we lit. listen. We live in a in a culture where it's now it's lit. That's corny, man. I'm, I agree with you. Yeah, like, that's this corny. podcast. There are people who feel like this podcast is like top tier. Like it's up there with the read and everything else. So people who. Know about it and see it. That you be surprised how many people don't comment, don't say anything online, don't. But they see me at yeah. work or see me in the street. Yo, man, I really fucked with the last episode, and they'd be like, "Bitch, why don't you write something on iTunes? Like, <laughs> why don't you, why don't you uh, give me a, something retweetable? Yeah, like what the fuck? But it's like I appreciate people who do constantly tweet about it, retweet, hashtag, post shit on yeah. the gram, all of that. It's shit. like we doing, we doing th- tens of thousands of of views and downloads every episode. We talking to the same 200 people every I week. I posted a picture of us three last time we had, uh, no, it wasn't the last time you was there with BF, but the time before that, I remember I posted a picture. It had like 500 likes and like 80 comments. Like, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to hear this video. It's lit, lit, whatever, whatever. Let me and him post a picture with Meek. And post it on the time. Oh, listen, you ain't, listen, listen, you ain't got to tell me that though, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. This, I, I'll give it to you firsthand. You know how many, I had one of my youngins, right, that I mentor, um, he out of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, youngin out of Atlanta, shout out Tony, um, but he sat right there and he texted me, he said, dang, OG, I ain't never knew you was this many people OGs in a long time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, because, you know, all of a sudden, everybody proud of you, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and this is the weirdest stuff ever, because it's like, yo, y'all catch me doing this, right, and then so many people want to acknowledge the work that I've done for so long, and I'm like, damn, we was putting a village of partners together, asking people to put up $20 a month to build a real village mm-hmm. so that we can continue to do way more work for the youngins that I'm doing the work for now as we speak, so it's like, yo, oh, so y'all see the work, <laughs> Ignore the support, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and wait, wait for me to go at Trump on live TV and then hit every other national uh, uh, platform to sit right here and say, "Oh, you've been doing the work." Da 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 da. You know why? Because now it's lit. Yo, that's <laughs> crazy. Lit. But the the goofiest thing to me is seeing people hit me with the congrats, and I'm just like, "Yo, congrats for what?" I, no, I now now I that one was a little was a little bizarre because <laughs> when when you when what you, did I win? I talked to the president. I didn't you, win nothing. When you told us you was going to do the the, the the joint, and then you had mentioned the. Uh, 
the Don Lemon joint. So I posted yeah. on my joint, like, yo, check out Carl on 2020 tonight, break, you know, ABC going at it with Trump. Then check out, you know, Don Lemon or whatever. But I saw people adding you, like, yo, congrats, cuz. And I to myself was like, I didn't win nothing. Because I know you play poker. And I'm like, this nigga must have won an online joint. They say nothing. He must have won that LeBron James yeah, rookie card. Yeah, he didn't say nothing to Yo, me. I'm just like, real what? Like, talk. But that, it's crazy as all hell, but that's really where people be at. It, if we post a picture tomorrow with Meek, with Drake, with whoever, it's going to be congrats. And it'd be like, that's sick. what's one? That's sick, man. That's sick. But we live in the era of it's lit. But I think, I think you it's know. It's lit trumps everything. Shout out, shout out to y'all, though, man. Um, I mean, because y'all, y'all balance it out, man, and try to still get wisdom back to, to people on, on, on this podcast. But it's just like that go to show, man, how we really need to we need to change the culture, man. We really need to shift. our. You know what was funny focus, the other man. day after the whole uh, ABC thing you had, you know, the town hall and then you was tweeting. I saw like your tweets were like ringing off that night because, you know, of course, everybody's like, who the hell was this? Who was yeah, that? Whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you had tweeted like if we want to be for real, for real. Um, about bettering our people and being better and all, we got to stop the uh, basically like the uh, what was, I forgot the the exact term you used, but basically you were talking about hip hop and was like, you know, we really want to like get back to being better and better in ourselves. We really gonna have to like stop things that like project this image yeah. of us being terrible people, and we got to start with hip hop. And it yeah. was a bunch of retweets, and I, I looked yeah. at the quotes. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Somebody quoted was like, all right, you getting ahead of yourself now. <laughs> yeah. There it is like, like yeah, I, ain't, I ain't cutting a young boy. Yeah, off. I ain't cutting off the VA young boy fast. But, but, but check this out though, but that's part of that's part of why, you know, the certain parties go ahead and when they want to get gain the vote, yeah. what, what they tell you about yourself. Go get Cardi B. And then go put a pair of butters on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put some Tim's on. You jump know what I mean? The, jump in the versus comments. Nasty, nasty Tim's, too. They weren't like good butters, but we ain't got to get all deep into that. They was like the pros. The, mar- <laughs> the, the margins. <laughs> Timberland pros. Them the Jones, you could drop weights on your toes. <laughs> like, they ain't, they ain't good butters, Kamala. We ain't we get on that later. But it's like, no, nah, that's the truth. That's really how they pander to yeah. black folks. Like, uh... I know people hate what's her name, uh, Young Condoleezza. What's her name? Oh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. They hate her guts, <laughs> but she had a point when she was talking about Joe Biden sitting down with Cardi oh, yeah, B. Because sure. yeah. I even to myself yeah. was like, why the hell is this nigga sitting down with Cardi B? Or yeah. White boy tripping. Yeah, she, like, she was like, if you ask him to name an album or name one song, he can't do it. Why yeah. are you talking to this person? It's yeah. literally like Cardi lit, like like. Sit down with her and Meg Thee Stallion. Boom. You got 20 million people. This shit going to be on Shade Room. You, you know, but you know why, though? I mean, he gained the formula from 44. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Obama did the same thing. You want to be technical. Invited him to the big house and all that. If we got all that. It still ain't a damn thing changing the hood. I'm going to bring everything that represents symbolism. You know what I mean? Jeezy done slid through. Oh, we had Jay just now. Oh, I had, what's the name? Shooting hoops with me in the back. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, ain't nothing changed. We we gained symbolism out of that joint. The White House was Wakanda for a minute. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> after that. Yeah, like, they, had, they had beads hanging as you walked into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know what I mean? And, and that, incense burning. Yeah. No, and after that, like, nothing really changed in our community. And it's like, people got mad. I think that's the, like, hardest joint for, like, people to, like, really accept and, ex- yeah. and, and like, swallow. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the the fact that we did have a black family in the White House and 
Nothing changed. Nothing, for black folks. Al- nothing really changed. Just all, not and even the whole thing was not even on a grand <clears throat> scale. Just like small things mm-hmm. across the board. And, and, as far as people, like you know, all the uh, and I'm not trying to denigrate Obama. I, yeah, I, I like I, Obama. I, He's I like a cool Obama. Guy. Smooth talker, great looking guy, beautiful family, all of that. But but the people's uh, the Obama apologists, their whole pitch was, well, he he didn't have the backing of the Senate or da 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 da, and this this and this. But you see Trump. Executive order everything. Oh, if Trump won chicken at two in the morning, nigga, executive, executive order of Chinese like, sources back over. Like, he don't get hey, this fuck. is on his first Trump term. Executive and, order and anything, yo, This is on his first term. Girl. He executive order everything. Yeah. Oh, what'd you say? Fired. Yeah. Like, he don't care. So it's like, yo, why you didn't drop your nuts on these people and get some shit done for the people that need it the most? Looking back. It's, hey, cuz, this, listen, dig this. Yo, the highlight of Main Man campaign was. Uh, 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 44 his, his his administration The highlight of it Was going ahead Having that White House Rainbow And we couldn't even Get the black Afri- The African flag I mean we couldn't even Get the African colors Across that joint You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like on the real Like you know what I mean And, and it's crazy But it's like yo That's something and, and that's why I was like Yo if everybody Watched that exchange With me and Trump man I covered the black plight Of those living in the ghettos I covered wealth inequality, how they talk about jobs increase. But I said, yo, that ain't enough for us to live off. Right. But also Trump, the Trumpets, they only thought I was putting that on the lap of Trump. But I clearly told Trump, I said, yo, the hood ain't seen nothing change under you, under Obama, right. under Bush, under the Clintons. Right. And then guess what? The Obamians, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, they got at me talking about some. Why would you mention Obama on that joint? Because guess what? The hood still was the same under Obama. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. So my energy really be the same on all levels. So that's why when people jump here and they knew, and I, I told people that, like, yo, for those that's new here, right. I probably gained, like, now at this point, probably like 2,000 extra followers and yo, zero dollars. I had the, I had the time the of same. my life going through his mentions, <laughs> and they were so funny. Somebody was like, you're a clown. Why would you go talk to the POTUS with a hoodie on? With a hoodie and, on. And it was like, yo, you knew this is... I preach in this. Right. I preach in this. This is my attire. This is what I, I am. Who I, I am. I, All black every day. That's and then the boy came back and tweet. Oh, no disrespect. I see now who y- <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. No disrespect. People are my yeah, favorite yeah, ones. No yeah. disrespect. I yeah. So let, I want to pose something, especially because you here, but you also. Uh, a long time ago, a month ago, when I had a Twitter, um, I posed a question. You got to make another one now. I guess we got to. We have because we have to have that. People at me like, uh, at makes, at makes me sick, and I don't know where the fuck that is, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make it do Twitter today. Yeah, we're going to have so, to. So, back four weeks ago when I had a Twitter, uh, I was in some, you know, different Kamala little segmented debates and this, this and this with different people, and a lot of people's Kamala rhetoric is, give a black woman a chance. And the question that I posed is, the same way y'all gave Condoleezza Rice and Candace Owens a chance? Or is we only giving Democratic black women a chance? Mm-hmm. So my question that I'm posing is, where do y'all stand on the people that's like, throw Kamala's history out the window, give her a chance because she the only black woman on the ticket, as opposed to... Candace Owens being a psychopath, but making some good points here and there. And Condoleezza Rice holding an extremely high office, but being on the Republican side and nobody black wanted to get behind that. All right. So the thing with a system is it's a system. It's multiple moving parts. Right. So if you're going to subscribe to any of this systematic shit, 
you have to understand the way the system works. It's like when you get in your car and hit engine start, the engine doesn't just turn the fuck on. The ignition has to fire, pistons right. have to open. You know, it's 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 a system. That's the way it works. So you look at like Condoleezza Rice, who was a, Repu- a Republican. She was under George Bush, Correct. and you know, with a what was his name? It was with Bush, Colin Powell, and all of them were in a part of the cabinet right. or whatever. So it's like, yeah, she was a Republican, which. I, I, it's so weird that we've even gotten to the point where it's like Republican is deemed white, Democrat is it's deemed black. black. Because I, I don't understand how that became a thing. It's so weird. But looking back, remember Bill Clinton was like the coolest, almost black and president. Lo- and locked up more niggas And then than you anybody. realize as you get a little older, like, never mind that he played the saxophone on our City <laughs> Hall show. He was booking niggas left, left and right. right. It's like he, niggas is like, oh, he played the sax and he got some head. That's my guy. Yeah, he got his dick sucked. And sock. he smoked some weed. Yeah, he smoked some up. weed. He locked your uncle up for 9,000 years yeah. for some weed. Over some weed. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Called your brother, his wife called your brother a super predator yeah. on television. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Carl goes back to saying that. I don't just challenge these people. I challenge the whole entire joint. Right. And that's kind of how you're going to be. It's like if you're going to be in it, you're going to be in it. It's like you can't be like, I love NBA basketball. It's the greatest thing ever. But then when your player don't get the call, oh, this shit is bullshit. It's like, but that's <laughs> how, rigged. That, yeah, it's rigged. The NBA is fixed. It's like that's how people are. So if you're going to get into the political aspect, whether you decide to be Democrat or Republican, you in it. And you have to like understand that it's a system. Like we just talked about, Obama wasn't in there letting his nuts hang, letting them fucking direct. I mean, the uh, executive orders executive fly. orders just fly off the fucking handle. So it's like, yo, Republican or Democrat, if you lived in the ghetto, if you from Southwest or from here or from West Philly or North, you have to like sit back and really think about it. Since I've been alive, since '84, there's been no drastic change to police brutality, murder and violence in the ghettos. Drugs, none of that shit. So it's like, yeah, we're sitting. Think about it. We're sitting there now with, I think we had like three hundred and twenty murders for the year through yeah. a pandemic for six, seven months. There's yeah. no change. People are like, oh, this is the highest murders we've had since two thousand and seven. It's like that was before Obama touched down. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. We rate back in it again. It's like it, it through a pandemic year. So it's like, yeah, I, I never really understood why we have this thing where it's like if you black, you have to vote Democrat. And if you don't, something's wrong with you and oh. vice versa. You know what I mean? It's just it's just bizarre. But it's just like if you're going to be part of the system, you part of the system. So I'm with, I'm with you on that. I feel like this, too. And to your point, Matt, um, again, I'm not getting caught up in symbolism. You know what I mean? Uh, I voted Obama. And. I'm going to tell you this, this whole thing with, you know, give the black woman a chance thing. Um, a lot of people want you to be dismissive of the history, their political history, you know. And I think that that's one of the things that actually helped Trump win the first go around was because people was just like, eh, a lot ain't really changed since Obama administration. Right. Hillary was representing that, 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 that whole, you know, what I mean, she worked with him in the capacity and just. Her husband had a political history and people was just like, and she went on an effective job campaigning yeah. and people was just like, nah, I'm, we going to go the other way. Fucking effect. She wasn't even going. Oh, terrible. <laughs> and, she wasn't and, even going to places. And, 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 and it was like, because she thought it was a layup just because it was Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and he shocked the world for real. But with that being said, you got people who have a political history and the expectation is, hey, let me go grab the black woman 
because that has become the new diversity now. When yes. you start looking through a lot of different cities, a lot of different corporations, if I want to represent di- uh, 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 if I want to re- represent diversity, I hire you know a black woman or I hire somebody that may be African American but also homosexual, so I can kind of get the, the double dip. You know what I'm saying? They, but this is what double I minority, do. right? So now, with that being said, you know. They're, the expectation, like Matt was saying, historically, we just it was embedded in us. We go Democrat. They for us and other people not for us. So I had somebody tweet me and tell me like a black young black man, goofy man, uh, say, you know, what I'm saying goofy man and going to say and going to say, yeah, he on here and, and he asking uh, 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 for answers, man. Just come out, say you hate black women like, bro, just say you want black women to like you like for tweeting that. <laughs> but but the truth of the matter is, again, wait, what did you say that had made him say that? He came out because it was after the interview situation and he just tweeted on top. I think the Don Lemon joint. And I was just asking, you know, what I'm saying for actual tangible plan you know what i'm saying right. so you know he says oh man yeah, he's asking now he's asking for a plan bro any table i said at, man you know what i'm saying <laughs> like and, and everybody to the mayor tell you this like I, i'm on zooms i'm at meetings with them and i'm always the guy that's like okay look i hear what y'all saying but What's check this plan? out yeah. Th- yeah this don't make sense so with that being said this narrative that we just supposed to go that route you know what I mean? I had a brother that tweeted me, man, from from the city, said, yo, I'm still affected by that crime bill. You know what I mean? That joint impacted my life. How I'm supposed to feel? And this is what people, I'm going to be real with you. There is a sect of blacks. I'm talking even down to our young black intellectuals that think, I'm going to just use a phrase right now, but they think niggas in the hood are stupid. That's just what it is. So so y'all just go this way because, no, nah, you go in them hoods, you go in the streets. These are the men who most who been most affected by a lot Absolutely. of the criminal justice work that have went against them. You see what I'm saying? Like when I'm in the tables and I'm sitting with white pastors and white churches and everybody else and even black pastors, y'all been distancing yourselves from them. How do y'all even vote for judges? Y'all don't even have intel on judges. The brothers on the block know who the judges which judges is crooked Ain't You see no what man. I'm saying Y'all go in Y'all push a damn button Rather than go to the block And talk to them And say yo Listen I got this ballot I'm a voter Right But I vote Democrat I vote Republican But yo I don't know who the hell This is on this ballot Cause they don't have the intel To say okay How many illegal sentences You've given out You know what I'm saying How many people You've treated unjust yeah. In the court How many of your sentences Had to be vacated There you go How many times You've been under judicial review I mean that's the symbolism You talk about Like I had a conversation With a couple young boys In front of the depot one day And I had to tell them like, Cause they was talking about The whole justice reform zone And mm-hmm. was like You could just tell their in- interest into it was nothing more than like meek and it was like i had to explain <laughs> to him like justice reform wasn't about getting meek out of jail you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's about a whole and just platform that like has systematically kept people in a certain position yes like yeah. getting locked up for weed and then having people like the president say he smoked weed, like Obama smoked weed, Bill Clinton, like all Kamala these people. Harris. Kamala Harris. To have all of these different things, and it's just like, turn around and you got somebody under Clinton's administration go to jail for 19 years yeah. behind some weed. It's just fucking insane. And then to take it a step further, you have marijuana be the greatest commercial domestic export for mm-hmm. America since who knows what I was going to yeah. say since like Ford's going over Ex- for the war exactly since mm-hmm. Ford manufacturing uh cars and tanks for the damn war and I got a funny horny mic and, story and, the, for and you there's too. still <laughs> nothing as far as legislation wise in black and white that directly states that Black people and Hispanic people who are most affected by these ma- this marijuana disparities in these laws are to benefit from the new legalized marijuana initiative. Let me give you this. So that's why earlier to the point, 
when you sit there, you talk about resources. See, everybody got to think about the bigger play. When you start talking about resources, do they have the resources to actually criminalize those who defrauded the government? Well, guess what? When they want to finally say, you know what, we'll go ahead and be able to control this substance, sell this thing, market it, make benefit off of it. Yeah, we'll let them come home. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to funnel everybody else into jails that did this. Exactly. That's what they'll do, because that's the biggest hang up everywhere else. Majority of the states really want to legalize it. But they but you have some of the politicians who still fight and saying yeah. we only going to let it be legalized once y'all let these brothers out. You see what I'm saying? That's the hang up. But yeah. you got to understand the dynamics. It's economics, man. Like, yo, if we got to let them all out. Then How do we replace that the free investors, labor? The investors that we right. set their promise in occupancy rate of at least 90% going to take a hit off their investment. And they still are the right, ones right. who lobbyists for the presidents. Now, back to the system thing real quick. Dig this. People got to understand what they're being set up for. So you got to understand this. In major, major cities right now, the president's putting crazy pressure on Democrat-led cities. Notice that. If anybody paid attention to the joint, the town hall, first yeah. thing he wanted to put back to and throw back in my face, these are Democrat-led cities. All the cities out of control. So what do you think the Democrats is going to have to do at some point? Protect their voter base. So now that you got high violence, high crime everywhere else, and the narrative is that you solve for crime. They're going to have you, to get hard on crime. There you go. Exactly. And you potentially voting people in who had a sketchy past when it comes to the low criminality. With that being said, you're going to also have older African-Americans, you have other, you know, working class African-Americans, everybody else who going to feel the pressure and effects how sensationalized violence is in the media, but also the realities of actual violence, too, because three three plain codes cops just got shot, just got shot at. That in, story in is so bizarre. But, but with that, what do you think system wise they're going to do anyway? They're going to lead it right back to, yo, sorry, we got to get back to violating some rights, mm-hmm. locking some folk up. Because it's like we, 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 we talked about it a while ago in the group chat, the whole private prison shit. And having a prison that's owned by people is the craziest shit on earth because at the end, like, if you open up a sneaker store tomorrow, you know what you're going to be doing? Selling sneakers. Yeah. If you open up a food truck tomorrow, you know what you're gonna be doing? Selling food. If you open up a prison, be locking niggas. Up. I need prisoners. That's <laughs> <I need laughs> the way and it they, should work. And they promise ninety percent. So let's rate, say, right? let's say, how do you uh, promise ninety percent gonna stay full? <laughs> let's say, uh, let's <laughs> say us six that are here right now. Me, you, Dan, Genius, Taylor, and Chad. Six people here right now, right? And the guy next door owns the prison, and we are the population. Just us six in a in a micro vacuum, in a microcosm. If none of us commit crime and he owns a prison, do he just close the prison? No. Nah. He he you booked for whatever the fuck you was doing with that laptop. You booked for this. You booked. Yeah. That's just Five the way out it's of six of us got to go. You got to go. Got to go. So having a prison that's owned by people, when you think about it, yeah. is the most insane shit yeah. on earth. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we got to fill these beds. Yeah. It's like having a, a hotel. Yep. When the hotel ain't getting bored, the prices go down. Price sure. drop, yo, we give you the weekend for free if you book this. All that. It's just the way it go. All you that. can't give no fucking... Casino you, comp, you doing the weekend casino, and everything. Yo, they don't ever want to give you the weekend. pull up, <laughs> nigga, with the buffet open, just, just pull up to this All motherfucker. That. Come spend some Real money. Tough. We, yeah. We'll give you $90,000 slot plate, nigga. Just pull up to the casino. That's sure. the way it go. But you can't do that with a prison. Ain't no, ain't no motherfucking mail-in rebates. Ain't no two-for-ones. It's like, no, nah, we just got to put somebody in there. So it's like, yeah, that's kind of the way it go, where it's like, no, nah, Somebody got to be in there, and that's why. Guess what, black folk? We should be asking questions. Yeah. While we while we have the exactly. opportunity, and this is why people got to understand. When I had the opportunity to speak truth to power, and still hold the other side accountable, you see what I'm saying? Trump already played his hand. He don't even acknowledge that there's a race problem here. You know what I'm saying? So there's 99 percent of police are good people, and the one percent they happen to just choke in the big moment. 
what we have that we have to leverage our voting power now by not telling them, yo, well, we not gonna vote, but at the same time, no, give us tangibles it, now. Earn our vote. Own the, yeah, earn like the vote. The shit just wasn't intended for you to ever be part of the voter base if you want to be technical it wasn't it was like I, you know I've, I've watched i do the power review so i'm watching power too it stinks but one thing i thought was very interesting on his last episode the professor black professor told tyreek basically tyreek challenged the white professor in class and the black professor liked the fact that he did that but when it came time to write the paper on the lecture or the book he basically just like fell in line and gave like basically agreed with the the professor for the sake of the paper and the black boy who did the grading gave him a no contest i mean uh uh, um no contest like a fucking traffic (laughs) Uh, um no credit on the fucking paper and he was like damn why i get it okay he was like you challenged him in the lecture but then the paper isn't that he's like well i just did what i thought he wanted to hear he was like listen man you got to understand something these universities weren't built with Intentions for us to go here They right. just kind of had to accept us right. So he's like when I see you challenge the opposition You gotta go And I, gotta that go shit is real yeah. And it's like yeah. when you look at everything Universities, schools, all that shit Just these neighborhoods For real for real Like with the red lining None of it was built with the intention of I us being I said that in the joint too You know what I mean? You did mention yeah, red line. Yeah it's the truth definitely. I watched a documentary on that shit shit yeah, is crazy It's crazy it's, The red line it, is honestly it, the craziest shit And it shit was up. strategic so we would never own They homes. were straight not giving niggas loans Like yeah. nigg- like you black and three four times more qualified than me They like Nope. Like that's nope. the way. No, that's yeah. really how it was. And it would set you generations behind. You would yeah. own no land. You would have to work at lesser jobs. You see what I'm saying? Which is why people try to fast forward us now. And be like, yeah, but you know, y'all, y'all can own a home. No, we actually can't. It but, was, but it's like it was, it was that, showing how niggas. But I hate saying niggas. But like black folk back in the day were literally going in for jobs, and they were telling them, "Oh, you too, you you too qualified, too qualified." Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right. I yes. need a job. <laughs> no, yes. you too qualified. I need, but I need this job. Like, so like he's saying, you'd have to go and work a different job that paid less. Like it's crazy. You qualify for this job, but we're gonna tell you you overqualified. Yeah. But then this shit that actually pays mm-hmm. half of that, yeah, you can do that. You can do that job, but then what's gonna happen is when a job comes up that you're qualified again for, we're gonna say that you're not qualified no more because your last two years was working this lesser yeah, job yeah, where yeah. you w- didn't have the yeah. same responsibility that you had two jobs ago. Greatest email I got, y'all, in the past week. It was a white person. They told me they was white. A lot, a lot of people been not telling me who they were. <laughs> them they Jones were, they is hilarious. Me, yo, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm read, a white I'm, guy. I gotta, from let I gotta let y'all read through them, yo. <laughs> it was a white person, you know, actually a white woman. I forgot her name. Sorry, because I was shout her out otherwise. Best email I got. She said, "Hey, pastor, I, 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 I really, really thought about what you said, and you really did an excellent job challenging the, the president." She said, and at first, like I was upset because you didn't. Go ahead and endorse Biden and push the people in that moment to vote for Biden. But she said, as a white woman, I thought about everything that you said in totality. And it really made me uncomfortable because I said, he's right. When was America great for African-Americans? And even beyond that, it made me think to myself, had he done that in that moment, would people like myself get more comfortable with black people staying in their same positions with Biden and Harris or whoever just coming in and would even black people stay even more comfortable and go back to being comfortable to the status quo. So she was like, and she was like, overall, I would hope you still decide Biden because Trump is trash. But she was like, I encourage you, 
to keep on trying to challenge the status quo. And African-Americans have to understand that we're going to keep having to pick between these lessons of two evils. Exactly. If we keep saying we don't have other options, if we won't create other options. Everybody, yo, I remember the, the, the probably the most sad day, like outside of probably 9-11 in, in the recent U.S. history was the day after that bull won. <laughs> Everybody was acting like life was over. Yeah. And guess what? Nobody moved with a sense of urgency to say, we got challenged. Everything that Matt talking about, like the stuff Matt was just bringing up, yo, we know this this prison system. We know all this other stuff that's systemically set up, the, 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 the universities. When will we still get up and move as right. if we realize now, damn, America really ain't been set up for us. Instead, they still telling you binary choice. Voting third party is doing this. Yeah. It's like you know you're doing exactly what they want you to do, especially when you want when you want somebody to come out publicly profess it. You got black reporters on television trying to tell me, yeah, but you know, a vote for this person is just like a vote for that. You playing right along to the status quo, <laughs> and, and this is why we don't see no growth. When I went to vote, I honestly like I remember that feeling like again because it was so different than when you went to vote during the Obama. Campaigns, because I remember the, the that was like a party. It at was the a, pools. yo, that joke. Oh, what's up? <laughs> cook, that, that, cookout and all. Yeah, <laughs> niggas was Harlem shaking. It was it was crazy as shit when you went to vote for Obama. Yeah. and it was like it was it was step teams. It was nuts. It was insane. And I remember walking into the school for the Hillary uh, Trump joint. It was just like y'all open. Like that's like it was just dead in yeah. that joint. And I'm looking at the the ballot like the joint in the m- little machine. I'm just like, I'm about to vote Hillary. But I really I don't, don't feel good about it. Like, and I'm just like, give me anybody. You know what I'm saying? Two chains, Marcus Houston, any anybody. <laughs> Marcus, it, it would Marcus just Houston. like somebody. I, I gotta go. It just be like, cause it's just like, why am I about to vote for Hillary? I I, I have no clue. But I'm gonna do it, and I did it, and I I, I left feeling just like, can I, I, don't, I don't feel good about this. Can one, I state yo. this though? But black people, especially black people of faith, that's what I'm gonna say. This one, we need black people of faith to really start to live out and fulfill their faith, man. You know, and I say this as a pastor, but on any faith level, this is when we start to really got to step up, move out on faith, fulfill, you know, what our faith is supposed to reflect and represent. And the reason why I say that, right, because I know it's going to be a lot of people like, oh, everybody don't believe in religion, right? But check this out. If you don't have faith as your foundation, then guess what? Your moral compass is whatever television sells you. And this is why you caught up in the Matrix. Not buy, even television, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yep. You buying what everybody buying. You spending your dollars. There's no sense of camaraderie, community, everything else. And then we tend to make an idol out of our own race, which is why everybody just say, hey, get a black woman a chance. And it's like, yo, now you're moving without no real spiritual guide or foundation. And you're just out here winging it. You know what I'm saying? So we need people of faith to step up and say, you know what? These are times where I may feel like there's not a perfect candidate or even a good one, but I may have to choose between I gotta choose between one or the other but with that I'm not just going to make this choice and stop like I'm gonna let my faith drive me to really create some change around me because that's the only way you know what I mean we really gonna make see the change we want to see let me ask you this how did the whole town like how did it how did it all come about like you going on to the to the town hall thing so um I had did an interview with NPR like a month ago and you know that joint went crazy and I didn't even the funny part is I didn't even know who NPR was like till I told like one of my best friends I, and he was like NPR is huge and I'm yeah, like huge. yeah and I'm like I, I never heard of, I never heard them I, I went and googled them because I was like I hope these ain't <laughs> one of them one of them uh, 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 one of them you know left or right, right publications right, right, right. trying to trying, trying to, to get me to yeah, <laughs> there we go because that's another thing people now got, you on Antifa.com yeah. on. <laughs> all, all, all that all that and we yeah, gotta yeah, remember yeah. we gotta remember too like this is what people don't get confused like I'm a pastor at the end of the day and community activists you know what I mean so like you know 
I hold roles and titles in, in the city, you know, just on the forefront of certain things. So me aligning myself to somebody, everybody else can get out here and say who they voting for or just back people play. Dog, two years from now, if either one of them go out there and act the fool, if it's Harrison Biden, you know what I mean, I go right. ahead and co-sign them, guess what people going to do? Yeah, and this black pastor sat right there and sold us up a river. She back to locking people up, the top cop again. See what I'm saying? Like, yo, so everybody got to be mindful, you know what I mean? I have, I have an entire demographic I still got to get back to and still lead throughout all of this. Anyways, with that being said, I did the NPR job, um, and then somebody from ABC News had reached out, was like, yo, man, you know, we was hearing you, you know, NPR, everything else, boom, 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 and, you know, we looked into you, you know what I mean? We would love to, you know, start talking about this town hall we got coming up if you would like to partake in it. So then, you know, they reached out, we had these conversations, we went through this vetting process, and, you know what I mean, we was, you know what I mean, sharing sharing my heart with them, where I stand with all this, and, you know, they was like, man, we would love to have you a part of this joint, and next thing you know, you know what I mean? They, they 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 set it up, you know. So I mean, I got past the secret uh, service uh, clearances and all <laughs> yeah, that. You yeah, mean? yeah, You know, I thought it was gonna stop there when they, you know, found like, out what right, I, no what, what been locked up for No history of terrorism. We'll just ignore yeah, these they, other things. They, they like, <laughs> these yeah, other infractions. They, they, they like, he, just, he, he terrorized the neighborhood, but not the country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. So, <laughs> so then you uh, like where, where it was at Independence Hall, right? No, it was uh at the yeah that was well, down that area, yeah. but it was at the, the Constitution Center. That's okay, well, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, same genre shit. So the um, you've been driving at thirty three for a long time, man. man. <laughs> Too many times, man. I, you know what I'm saying? You know. Independence Hall, right? <laughs> I broke down down there one day, and I um right where the mint is, mm. and I got off the bus just like bus broke down. Took a tour? No, nah, the bus broke down. I'm just like I, I got off the bus and like went down the block a little bit and like was leaning on the building like texting or whatever. Nigga came out with the gun. He was like, yo, can we help you? I'm like, oh, no, my bus broke down the other side. He's like, get the fuck off. <laughs> you had the septa shirt on too? Yeah, but oh. you, you can't be standing yeah. out yeah. on the, like, yeah. I'm, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I bus was down the street. I yeah, started, yeah. And I, I realized, like, oh, shit, that's, that's right. Real, that's real monuments and I'm all li- that. No, the mint. Like, you can't be on the mint. Like, yeah. just, you can't be there. Realest podcast ever. We back from a quick uh, bathroom break. We in here uh, shoddied up. You know what yeah, I'm well, saying? Ropairs, robs. Like, he looks like Dro off of Insecure. <laughs> Heavy row pairs, Rob's. Uh, Shout out to our product sponsor for the day, Shaded by Genius. Make sure you follow Shaded by Genius, J E A N I U S, uh, on Instagram. Came through with the uh, with the dope frames for us. I got my lady something. I got two for myself. <laughs> Double yeah. yeah, I'm gonna just take two for me. Yeah. It's like, he was like, I'll give you one for you and one for your lady. He's I'm like, like, no. Just give me two of the, the standard. Just give me two for Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Mac. Hey, shout out to uh shout out to our guy Genius. Follow Shaded by Genius on IG. Uh and uh we're gonna get back to this political community talk, but in the meantime, it's Roe Parish Robs. Yeah, you you yeah, definitely heavy Roe Parish Robs. I Matt, feel like Matt Ro was Parrish. finishing his mint story. What was our story? He was about to get the smoked mint. at the uh, at the mint. You was mint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, I was out front of the mint, and they I got off the bus. Well, I got off the bus down the street, like at Fifth, and I walked up. And I got to Six, and I was leaning up on the building. Dude came right out with the gun out. He's like, "Yo, uh, can we help you?" I'm like, uh, "I'm chilling. I was just wondering." Yeah, he's not, like, yeah, not here. He's like, "You can't like you can't stop on the block. Like you stop out there, you tripping. You know what I'm saying?" Hey. So it's just like, yeah, down there, they don't play around. Now that oh. Liberty Bell. Nah. That's why I'm like, when that whole riot thing started, remember they was at City Hall, the, uh, the Rizzo statue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand how it trickled off into, you know, Broad and Glenwood and 52nd and Parkside and all that. Because it's like, y'all could have made your way straight down Market Street to Constitution Hall. Only problem is, you got hit with the stick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have messed you with straight fire when you got down there. But, yeah, nah, it's like... They mm. put a lot of money too into the new constitutions and all Hell that. Hell yeah! Years, it's so. a whole new. It's, it doesn't look nothing like it used to look back in the day. It's a whole different vibe down there now. 
It's, it's wild. And it's crazy because people really come here for vacation. For sure. To, like, go visit the Liberty. But people oh, yeah. get on the bus all the time. I'm from Milwaukee. Can you tell me how to get to <laughs> uh, Fifth and Market so I can see the Liberty? I'll be like, yeah, that shit is crazy. But people really, really come and here like, from, like, all over. You thinking for who, for what? Yeah, I mean, for I mean, I mean it, it is real, it's real, but it's real history there, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no, it's like, yo. This is, what, the first city in America? But is it? I believe so. Delaware's the first state. Delaware's the first state. Delaware's the first Delaware's state. The first state. Philly's the first, not the first city. I don't think. Where everything got done. Yeah, this is where all the, the Constitution, all that shit got written here. I thought they just met here. Dog, this is a major port, all of that old shit. Oh, I thought they just pulled up. Like, niggas <laughs> from here, niggas from here. Meet me in between uh, Delaware and, yeah, uh, and Boston. Sad thing here is, man, I only talk about what I know, so I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm, I, I'm I, assuming. I, I just live here. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, you mean I, Philadelphia is the first city? I could be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but I could be. Oh, St. Augustine, Florida. I was thinking Vegas. Definitely one Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is like the yeah. seven. This is like <laughs> they just created Vegas. I'm yeah. a Vegas nigga. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. They just created Vegas. I'm wearing these when I go to they Vegas. Top oh yeah. What's number two? So how they end up here? I think yo. What <laughs> style say? Uh, what style? Uh. <laughs> When, when explaining the history lesson, what styles they were? What the styles say? <laughs> Damn. Like Styles said, I think way out, like a 50 state layout. Thugs meeting up in one city, have a spray out. Cartels bringing coke in, have a way out. That's kind of thing what I think happened with the ghost of the Constitution. Like, motherfuckers just. Something, something, something. Yeah, cartels like, bringing yeah, the weight out. Yeah, like, just have a meetup. Like, everybody from all the different little. Like, how they do Pimp of the Year down in uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Like, all the pimps just pull up and discuss pimping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> ben, ben, ben Franklin was vicious decoded, boy, man. He, just, he, he, he knew how to code it, man. You know what I mean? Real talk. I, I was like, I can't see Philly being the first city. I never heard that. That's why I'm like, I don't know. About I don't boy. know. I made that up. Yeah, you definitely threw that one out there. It was worth a shot. We definitely were the first ones with, like, uh, cheesesteaks. I well, think, yeah. I yeah. think I think we showing right. We showing how Matt says since '84, right? The hood been the hood. The Philadelphia school district been the same. Hey, <laughs> listen. What'd you say? I know what I know. I just know what I know. The fuck, I don't know everything. Uh, but. but I was I was pretty sure Philly wasn't the first city. I definitely wasn't thinking St. Augustine, Florida. I never even heard of St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, read, I mean, it's I, down I, I read, in Florida. I, I, read, I read books on St. Augustine, but I knew <laughs> not, nothing about St. Not Augustine, Florida. 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 Yeah. Where St. Augustine is that top or bottom, Florida? You know, uh, we don't know. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably like. Yeah. Damn, lying like a. <laughs> <laughs> we all freestyling. Yeah, today. it's probably it's, it's freestyle yeah, Friday. Jacksonville on, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, I'm right. <laughs> he right by accident. Oh, shit. There you go. St. Augustine, Florida. First city in the country. I don't understand how that happened. That's wild. It's like, how did they find St. Augustine, Florida from the ships? They found it in the 1500s, so that was before anything got Oh, started. okay. What did he say? It was founded in the 1500s. The Constitution by, was 1776. By, 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 by a Spanish brother and got, and got us taken away by the white man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah? No no, no disrespect. So though, basically, man. so... It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. So basically, you're talking about 200, 250 to 270 years prior to the Constitution... 
there was already a city established in uh in in northern yeah. Florida, and we didn't get no type of official rule till 270 years later. Mm-hmm. As far as like what's a go and what's not a go, what could be considered <laughs> <a> unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah. So you know what that means? They was raping and pillaging yeah. the whole little gap in between that time, cutting heads off, doing whatever they wanted to do. Savagery mm-hmm. was the law of the land. Hey, we can double back. You wanna you wanna you, you could, Carl's here. We can get in a little bit of foolishness. Not nothing too crazy. 1682. 1682, so 1776, good hundred years. Yeah. See, I think Philadelphia might have just been like the, uh, the, 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 the neutral. It's like the, uh, it's like the spot where the co-op met on a, on a wire. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Just just a good spot for everybody to pull up to. Ben Ben Franklin was prop Joe. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Good way to put it. Yeah. How about it? Absolutely. Uh. You want to talk about Dre's divorce? Yeah, I have to. Because you, you were like itching to go crazy Yo, in a group chat. Who divorced? Dr. Dre. Dre. Oh, oh yeah, Dr. Dre. So yeah, that's it's getting ridiculous. So, so basically, uh, I have a theory, <laughs> and my theory is that Dr. Dre's soon-to-be ex-wife got a lawyer from some strip mall or billboard <laughs> advertisement advertisement, and. He is li- literally giving her the worst legal advice of all time. And her divorce strategy is we taking everything to the media. Yeah. And every week since she announced that she was divorcing him, it's been some more nonsense in the media because it's like, all right, that didn't work. We're going to try this. All right. Him knocking me upside the head didn't work. Y'all didn't buy that. I need two million a month. Yeah. Two million a month didn't work. He a raging alcoholic. He a raging alcoholic. Raging alcoholic didn't work. His man pu- pulled a gun on me in Malibu, even though it was his gun that he was coming to pick up. And it wasn't loaded, and I gave it to him. <laughs> that didn't work. Nah. I wrote the chronic. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the chronic. Wait, wait, and don't she own half the name too or something? And, yeah. and, and the name Dr. Dre. I was like, wait till she come out that she discovers Snoop and Eminem. It's going to be fucking crazy. Like, real shit. I'm the one that brokered the 50 cent deal. She, she like, goes wrote Get Rich and Dr. Dre too. It's gotten to a point where... <laughs> Yeah, they, number one, they have a prenup. That hasn't been discussed enough. The fact that a prenup exists. You know why? Because he was already Dr. Dre when he met her. Yeah. Nice lady, I'm sure, prior to her losing her uh, her marbles or whatever the case may be. But he was Dr. Dre when he met her. He, that means he already had a world-class wrecking crew run. He already had a Ruthless Records run. And he was now beginning to know his worth as a producer and right. as an artist because he already got screwed two times prior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So being armed with that knowledge, there's no way that this man that's on the verge at this point, starting death row, they got a $4 million back end or whatever the hell they got going on, on the precipice of starting a $500 million company. There's no way he's going into this new marriage without something in place to protect him from walking away from a marriage with Nothing again like he walked away from his past two business dealings. So the presence of the prenup is not being discussed enough, but they do have a prenup. Now, to take it a step further, the prenup is obviously ironclad because, again, she's been in the media every week since she announced this in the first week of September. Mm -hmm. So... Being as though so far none of her nonsense has worked, the lawyer is like, all right, bet. So this is what we're going to do. And I'm sure they're probably meeting at like Outback or Applebee's or something like that, having this little nondescript meeting about going against a billionaire (laughs) 
who works for a trillion dollar company the most who, powerful who, company who in the all world all of his friends are billionaires and she's got some lawyer that like runs a kiosk in a mall selling cell phones on the side the top and dog lawyer the, boy, <laughs> the, the, the Philly book she got uh, the boy from Better Call Saul <laughs> she, she got him like approaching a billionaire that's that's backed by a trillion dollar company and I'm just like yo when Jeff Bezos got divorced a whole lot more was on the line than a couple hundred million. You was talking about billions of dollars. At the time, he was worth like 138, and the whole talk around it was his wife definitely getting half. They live in California. It's a communal state, and da da da. And she brought the investor, and this and this and this. And I'm like, bruh. Them shades make you look like Dame Dash <laughs> when you really get into the hand <laughs> they're throwing around. <laughs> Chad ain't taking them off. Ain't taking them off. So, I'm about to put mine back on because it's supposed to be jealousy. <laughs> so, so being as though, what was what was my point here? You were talking about the the leading with Basil said basically Bezos. Oh, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. she got. So the whole pitch was she gonna get half. <laughs> what was my point yeah, here? She gonna get half and all this nonsense. <laughs> and I told people it's no way in hell this woman is getting any more than like ten to twenty percent. Or whatever the case may be. I'm sure they probably already had a contingency place in plan. Yo, chick go left. If this really blow up, I'm going to make sure you straight. Blah, blah, blah. Did you see Jeff Bezos' wife in the media? No. Was she over the cover of Variety? No. Was she talking to anybody from People magazine? No. No, you know why? Because the bag was already secured. I helped write The Chronic is wild. I co-owned the name Dr. Dre. When he was Dr. Dre, when he met you, is wild. It's wild. Wow. Because now that's like Beyonce and Jay breaking up. And she like y'all know I wrote Reasonable Doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you was thirteen. Well, y'all well, well, know what that resembled the most? D Wade ex wife sleeping out in the street. Oh, it was just man. whatever. Yeah, next. that was bizarre. That's, that's what you see here. Like whatever, whatever what, the next. We pulling out. Go in the house. We pulling out all like, the stops. What are you doing, lady? Go in the house. Got a four million dollar house. <laughs> go in the home. house. Like yeah, it was. It was nuts. You're right. It was that bizarre. Like you, D Wade gave you the house. Like, I, he, he left. He left the crib. And why are you sleeping outside? Go in the house. I'm destitute. Yeah. You're in the courtyard of your $4 million house, ma'am. Go in the crib. Right. I don't want to. So. <laughs> I don't want to. So, so Bezos' wife ended up getting $25 billy. I don't want to. Bezos' wife ended up getting $25 billy. Through the pandemic, Amazon stock and all that and the valuation has gone through the roof. She's now worth 70 He's worth 200 Everybody won. Because that's a situation They where said that he's on pace to become the world's first trillionaire by 2022 Crazy He just boosted his net worth 76 billion Through a divorce and a pandemic And a pandemic He's unstoppable That's like MJ Teddy Roosevelt would have came into his office and bust him upside yes. the head two years ago Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt would have <laughs> shoot, threw a shoe at him like George Bush <laughs> like, <laughs> like real tough. Two years ago Teddy like, Roosevelt would have got him out of like, there Like yo are you okay? What are you doing here? Yeah. So it's one of them situations where it's like Because you know that the prenup probably say something like five million or something like that. Mm -mm. Because when you can't foresee that you're going to be a billionaire, nobody can foresee, especially coming from hip hop and coming right. from Compton, California. You yeah. ain't foreseeing that you're going to be a billionaire. So it ain't no 50, 80, 100 million clause in the, in the, in the divorce settlement in the prenup. And she was at the time was probably happy to get that little five or 10 or whatever, but he worth 1.3. 
We got the rearrange. We got the rearrange. She's trying to renegotiate the terms. She's trying to renegotiate the renegotiation. Pull in the a, words, pull a Scottie Pippen. In like, the words yeah, of Birdman, sit out the season. every contract can be recontracted. Yeah. And she's trying to recontract the, the prenup, contract. and it ain't working. And all she's doing is hurting her case because my whole thing is, if I'm Dre and I'm worth 1.3 and you this much of a problem to me, I'm giving you a hundred to just leave me alone. But if you just want to keep being in the media every week, now I'm going to just bleed you. And yeah. now today, a story broke that she wrote a check to herself the check from herself bizarre. for 353000 the week before she filed for divorce. Tried to pull a Black China. Mm. Tried to pull a fast one. Black China went to, uh, went to Ben Baller with Rob Blackheart. Talking about, yeah, uh, I need to charge 700000 <laughs> in Rollies. <laughs> in Rollies. <laughs> Hey yo, but damn, but what you? I mean, what you writing the joint for three hundred fifty grand for though? Like, what you trying to ask that's the, for? That's the stopgap. That's the stopgap because you already know the Amex, the Navy Federal account, Cut all that's getting cut off once you put the divorce papers in. I just got down too. But uh, down? Yeah, I, I went. Right. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah, you're my uh, my Department of Defense cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in there now. It's on. The, um, but yeah, no, nah, I saw the check, the three hundred fifty three grand, and I'm just like. It, it it's scary to think that it can go there with someone you share a bed and a life with. That's For twenty the, something years. That that's the scariest part. Hey of, Matt, you ain't using this as no out, is you? Nah, I've used other things. It's like, <laughs> it's like maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Well, thing, well, you know. but, uh, I hope so. <laughs> you 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 buy you buy a time, Matt. You buy a time. You hear it was like, scary to so. think. You know. But no, nah, it's just like the the thought of it is 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 frightening, and it's just like. It, it make you not want to legally do it. I ain't gonna hold you to where it's just like, God damn. And, and I don't have a hundred and forty billion. You know what I'm saying? It might be two wrecks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't want to give you. You a need twenty percent of this. It's like, God damn. Like, real shit. It's, it's just. It's just a. For me, it ain't even the money. Fuck the money. That all the shit. All the shit I have. Whatever. Whatever. I don't care about none of that. Cars. Cars. All this shit can go and come. It's just the thought of the person you're with turning Turn out into that and right. turning into that's the joint where it's just like Jesus Christ, like you know what I'm saying? It's just like I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre loved a woman. You let her in and have her in and have her that close and y'all hey, just around and having kids and building a life and I, you have to have genuine well, love. Well, 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 I say this though, man, not to cut you off, but you married? Yeah, yeah, I'm married. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this though to you, right now. When you say that you you know you can't see how a person could turn into that that lay down with you, on the other side of things, you know what I mean. No, I'm not saying that I can't see. Well, it. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying I'm the fact say, yeah. that it happens. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. normal thing. But, but I mean, on the, divorce on the, is sixty percent. I'm gonna say on the other side of things though. You know, she probably a lot of people may not know what she may have or haven't put up with too. You see what I'm saying? I'm so, not even talking about just from the man's aspect. I'm just talking about in general the right. fact that y'all can once. Love each other and yeah. go to hating each other yeah. that much. Yeah. That shit for me is just bizarre. It's just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the joint that I have trouble just like, damn, it really got like that to where you yeah. stealing money and you hiding money and you got this mistress and that nigga and it just, <laughs> it's just too much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. the joint where it's just like, and like, I, like he said, these divorces, especially in this situation, they just get so messy and just become so ridiculous. And it's like they feed off of the negative energy from the public. Because you can have a divorce and this shit just not be out there, i.e. Bezos. Mm-hmm. Bezos went through the biggest divorce ever. Ever. Nothing no one to the media. No, you, do you yeah. realize his wife, ex-wife is the richest woman 
in the fucking, I think, for sure, the country. I don't know if it's the world. She's like the third richest woman in the world or something like that. But for sure, number one right, in America. Right, right, right. She's number one in America because she got divorced from Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I mean, we don't see Michael Jordan wife crying either. You know what I mean? How they, how they, how they, how they separated. She got like a 300 piece. Yeah, yeah. And that was back back then. You know what I mean? Which would be the equivalent of something crazier now. But He went and sat Juanita down, gave his son a store. Yeah. Get out my face! Yeah, I'm going over these white people. Y'all be, be, yeah. be cool. What? How y'all be cool? Yo, one of the greatest uh, joints I ever had. Somebody had retweeted it the other night. Yeah, you see an old tweet yeah. that you kind of forgot about. <laughs> Remember when Kimba Walker signed with the Celtics? <laughs> yeah. I tweeted it was Jordan was like he had took a, a series of pictures with uh, the general manager from the Bobcats, the white guy, or whatever, and he's sitting there like laughing when he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> and my caption was. Kimba gonna tell me he needs a supermax. I said the only supermax you niggas deserve is prison. <laughs> <laughs> and then the homie hit it the yeah. other day. I forgot all about that. He's like, yo, you still out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, only supermax. <laughs> I'm like that was the good days, man. When you yeah, can say you anything can say what on you Twitter. Oh man, they Yo. traded Kimba Walker for Terry Rozier. I ain't heard of nothing from Terry Rozier. They, they trying to get rid of. They trying to get rid of Terry. Sign man. Trade. Get they trying to get rid of Terry. I'm gonna say this though, but I think you know. I think also bigger message, man. Like more than a different spin, though. Still along the same lines, but to Matt' point though. Matt, I think that more people, when considering marriage, man, really need to make sure that they got people. You know that that's that's there to cover them and help keep them accountable through marriage. And I think that too many people just do that based upon how they feel at the moment, without having other couples or other people there to help yep. safeguard them. So we had these weddings, and I've, I officiate weddings. I'm a pastor. I've married people, and I always said that to people in crowds when I'm marrying folk. Yo, this ain't just about today. All these people that are celebrating this thing. It's the same thing with the baby showers and the reveals and all that. Now we make we love the celebratory aspect of yeah. it. But how many of y'all really gonna make sure this kid is all right? And you know what I'm saying? And do the work. Yeah, and do the work. And the same with I the said ma- last week. It really takes a village. You same same with the marriage though. You know what I mean? Like yo, when it's time to you know who gonna check Matt when he get married? You know what I mean? And who gonna check his wife when they get married? You know what I mean? Yeah. To hold them accountable. Like listen, because otherwise, when two people you know only just look at themselves in the mirror, that's why you see so much toxicity amongst the marriage. Because maybe Dre was doing whatever he wanted to do and ain't had to answer nobody. Maybe she was doing whatever she wanted to do and nobody was close enough to be like, yo, y'all out of pocket. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like, so more people need to consider that when getting married. Like, yo, who we really going to go to to really keep us both, yeah. you know what I mean, doing what we supposed to do so it don't get like that to where it was like. I, I was talking to a homegirl of mine last week and I was basically saying to her, like, the vetting process for people getting married, especially young people, is like non-existent. Yeah, there like, is one. Like, are, are, did you talk to his mother? Did you talk to his father? Did you talk to his close friends? Did you talk to his exes? Like, do you really no. know who you about to enter into a union with he and bought be her, legally binding? He bought her a hookah <laughs> and bought her some crab legs and, and a, he, and a and hot he, Chanel bag. And he, and he got some Dior Chucks. <laughs> and it's no, lit, it's lit, and, baby. And they, and they got six hundred likes on the gram for yeah. the uh, for the for the uh, uh, proposal. You yeah, know what they, like that's people, the, people. Somebody posted the scoop halls posted them as uh, couple goals, yeah. and that was that. And now you marry, and it's like I don't even know who I'm married to, and I hate this person. Yeah. Now you got to deal with that. You know, yeah. I actually had somebody <laughs> mention that shit to me about like when I proposed, like about the like shit, and yeah. I was just like. Yeah. What they say about the likes? <laughs> like, damn, your shit blew because it had like twenty eight hundred or some shit like yeah. that. So, like, damn, your shit exploded. And I'm like, yeah, I should get engaged every day. 
<laughs> See, I, I hate the whole life thing, though, man. For me, it's like, I hate the fact that people really care, man. It's just like, for me, like, yo, you know how many shares this got? Oh, that shit it? is real, man. But it's just like, so what? For me, I'm just like, so? It's, you see yo, what I'm saying? Business like, as usual. I got to still I remember, I gotta still I remember years ago when I, I had to do. Them I likes, remember years them ago likes when they paid a bill. <laughs> I remember years ago when it was 100 likes. Like, if you could hit 100 likes on a pick, it was like, that shit was like, I would not say, like, a, a drug dealer's destiny is reaching the keys. <laughs> that was 500. <laughs> like, dog. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like 500. I do a stack often, but ain't. Now, <laughs> now, 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 now it's like 10,000 followers, and it's just yeah. like, dog, that ain't transitioning into nothing. For That's real, the crazy, bro. I saw you mention that the other day. Motherfuckers was like, yo, your page blowing up. You like, yeah, I got all these followers and no dollars. So no dollars. <laughs> like I didn't make a so, dollar so, off of this so, shit. So I'm like, yo, so if if, if if you think this is what I'm here for, there's the door. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can take them followers. Yeah, back. the motherfuckers was really like, Yeah, you famous now, nigga. What you want what you want to do? You got the juice now, Pastor. <laughs> nah, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Do you do like marriage counseling? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Is it like is it like the you angry corner? Like is it that type shit? Like no, like I, I we do real real marriage counseling. You know what I mean? Understanding the purpose of marriage. You know what I mean? Trying to hear perspectives. What do it mean? What does that look like? You know right. what I mean? Why are y'all trying to get married? Breaking down. You know what I mean? Like well, pre marriage counseling. Yeah, pre marriage counseling. <laughs> but but see, I'll say this right. So my conditions on premarital counseling for people uh, is this right here. No money can be invested into the wedding currently. Because I'm going to tell you right now, anybody that already invested money towards the wedding yeah, is you, useless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can legit. You kind of already, already in there. Yeah, they money like, up. Like, because like, like, majority of what I do, right, I'm telling you right now, it'll really expose you to yourself, but also you and your spouse to each other, potential spouse. And I've watched people legitimately, like, realize we really don't like each other. And I can tell y'all really don't like each other. But guess what? Y'all got your date locked. You know what I mean? Y'all don't already announced it. In. Parents <laughs> flying in. You know what I mean? And I'm just looking like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. So, like, probably about the <laughs> second time I did that, I'm like, okay. Nah, I'm not counseling anybody who's already invested on a wedding day. You know what I mean? I'll be honest with you, yo. Like as somebody who's like looking, you know, into this shit. I, I, we came to the joint. I, I really don't want to have a wedding. Like I, I really, I really don't want to have one because that's smart. My thing is, you can go to city hall. I get on the bus for free. We can take 17. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, we don't got to pay for parking. We can catch the bus down this joint, do this shit. Damn, City Hall, quick little in and out thing. <laughs> Slide over Maggiano's ass. <laughs> get a little grub. And then we can come back and hop on a plane and go somewhere and just have a nice little, you know, uh, what do they call it? Honeymoon type yeah. situation. But my thing is investing the money into the wedding. Like, I, I Listen. I know some people who have spent 30, 40, 50. I know somebody who spent $73,000 on a wedding. They Ooh. got divorced 14 months yep. into the marriage. Yep. I know somebody and spent the bean. And they took out two loans for the wedding. To pay the seventy. I know somebody spent the bean for one. Yeah. Matt, you absolutely right. And to be honest with you, I say to the people all the time, I'm like, yo, I ain't knocking nobody's choices. But at the same time, especially when I'm dealing with Christians and I'm counseling people, like how financially, you know, uh, 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 like, how much is this going to draw you back? Finally, right. Like, when you really think about your life. Do you really think God is honored, you know, by you investing all of this in one day? As opposed to if you put up 30 racks. Let's, let's turn into LLC Twitter for a minute. Yeah. Right. But, if, <laughs> but if you put up 30 racks into one day, how about if, like you said, Matt, let's say y'all put 7,500 up and went and had a good joint. You know what I mean? Good experience, whatever. You can go take the other 20-something and make, turn it into investment. You know what I'm saying? Grab a little property or something like that. You know what I mean? Or do something and else. And then y'all got a, founda- a financial now, foundation. Now foundation. Like when you look at the statistics, when you see 60% of marriages now end in divorce, and then you see that the 60% of marriages that ended in divorce 
eighty percent of them are financially based problems. Absolutely. It's just like why even dig stresses that hole you out. for yourself? It stresses you out. Like if you if y'all can save up thirty five grand. Why not invest? Like you said, invest it. Let f- let's go buy two Rollies and Dior Chucks. This joint gotta be called Dior Chucks. In the, in the grand man. scheme of things, it's like why? Because my thing is this: you had, I had the engagement. Y'all was all there. Then you went there. You know, whatever you was doing, whatever you was doing. But it's like y'all was. It's like the engagement was cool. And you see, where I did it at her mom's house. Everybody mm-hmm. come. We all here. You know, whatever. Food, drinks. It was fun. But. When you get into the wedding aspect of renting out a venue or renting out this place or this museum, you know how motherfuckers get with weddings. 17 limos. Listen, no matter what you do for a wedding, my mom said this shit back in the day, no matter what you do, no one's going to be satisfied at your wedding. $115 a plate. I don't even like that many people. Doug, you can literally have Beyonce come sing at your wedding. You know what people are going to say? Why they ain't get Celine Dion? Or, or or why she ain't sing that that other why song? She, or you you serving shark meat at your that your <laughs> wedding? Why why they ain't got killer whale? It's just the way it get, like people just like that. Why why she wear them colors? Why he wear that kind of tux? Why the groomsmen in that? Why they wear? Why she get her hair like that? Why it's it's just the way it go. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to please people. So I'm not shelling out like you said, dog. My one home you had the seventy three thousand dollars joint. It was a hundred and eighty five dollars a plate. They had mm. a guest list of a hundred and sixty two people. Oh I'm just God. like yeah. I would be there policing place. Hey fam, you gonna finish that? You gonna finish that <laughs> right there? Like fuck yo, all that. Yo. I'm frying the chicken myself <laughs> with a fry daddy, like, and I'm throwing it out there. Listen, I was, at this little, I was at this little hole in the wall club one night behind an auto body shop. They had the uh, the the the. the Countertop uh, fryer. Them was the best wings I ever had in my life. <laughs> we the, ain't got to do all this. The night of our, uh, <laughs> the night of our uh, podcast, the after party. Yeah. Some another group was in there, and they had a. Uh, Engagement party in there, and people was like, "Why they have engagement party at Mirage?" I'm like, "It's free to get in here tonight." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they smart. Hey, hey, chops are delicious. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's why people gotta invest more on the actual marriage than the wedding, man. And that's yeah. why a lot of people get divorced. A lot of people not really invested into their marriage. Up, think about that when you just said that. You'll spend seventy thousand dollars on a wedding, but won't invest seventy thousand dollars into the marriage. Into the marriage. It's nuts. Into the marriage. Just to to, to show off for yep. other people and because society tells. Who going to eat and have an open bar who, and not even going to be there for y'all when y'all really struggling? Can't give you can't give you advice worth a damn. I'm telling you, you right now, if we have an open bar at my wedding, if I do have a wedding, it's going to be coolers with ice and cans of beer that I picked, <laughs> well, I'm up, t- I'm t- that I picked up on the way <laughs> here. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. Listen, <laughs> listen here. Lee, Lee, I'm not doing it. Lee, Lee can appreciate this. I'm telling you right now. If you even start thinking about divorce or, 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 or getting to all that, man, we we run in the street because we had to drive two hours away to a damn engagement party. So, 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 you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had yeah. a driver though. I, I did. Yeah. That, no, no. But minister from my church, dude. Hey, man. Listen, we it was, call it was a drive. suburban, and you were in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you go tell us. Pull up. It was a suburban, and you was in the back. Oh man. But no, real talk. I just the more and more I think about it, and the more and more I just look around, I'm just like, I can't see me dumping this money into a, into a wedding. I, I just can't. Smart and, man. And, and 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 again, like you said, it's not no knock. You want to have a huge wedding, so dude, for my, my I'm cool with. He about to have a big joint. It's like he got a guest list of a buck fifty, buck seven. Some shit like tripping. that. And my thing is, Big I don't, I don't know, a hundred and seventy people on an intimate level that I feel like deserve to be in my I don't space. Know Thirty. 
I don't know who's thirty, Yo, and that's listen. family included because I don't really bang with my family. With, like with, that. with the whole, with, with, the, with the whole house, we looking at getting built. I, my whole dream, like growing up, you know, I'm a poker player. Like I always wanted to have a poker room, and so I got like I've been buying art and all that shit. Like I'm just stashing for when I yeah. when I was gonna do it. But like literally, me, her, and her mom sat down one day, and I'm just like. My whole life, I told myself I was going to have a big-ass, fly-ass poker room with a big custom fly poker table and TVs and all that shit. And I'm just like, as it nears, I'm like, I can't think of nine gamblers I want in my house. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> Consistently enough to need this shit. Like, because, you know, you play the yeah, poker world. Yeah. is You know, they it's opportunist, yeah. mischievous. Like, motherfuckers is... Like you'll sit down with somebody every day and play poker at Harris. Whole time he banned for angle shooting at Sugar House, <laughs> and it's just like that's the way it go. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's like that. Just by nature, if you're gambling, you it's a it's a underbelly of. Yeah. I can't think of nine of them that I want in my crib. Yeah. Often non, enough, non 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 scumbags you can tolerate <laughs> with, with money on the line. Like just knowing that I got, I, I can't. So I'm just like yeah, like and that's really where I've gotten when it comes to like the marriage aspect. It's like I can't think of. 150 people that I would need, I would have to start inviting like old teachers, just anybody, <laughs> camp counselors. Hey, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Johnson, what you doing on the 13th? Like, I can't think of 150 people that I want in my, but, and honestly, I keep it a being with you. When I get invited to weddings, I sometimes to myself be like, why am, just, I, why am I coming? I've why had motherfuckers from Instagram. <clears throat> Send me the invite. I swear to God. Listen, I got. I ain't gonna say who. I ain't gonna put their business out there. I got an invite to a wedding. It said you are cordially invited to the union of so and so and so and so. The bottom of it said Matt makes me sick. I screamed <laughs> when I fucking see. Like you don't even know my name. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Matt makes me sick and yes. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> like I show up and sign the book. Matt makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, plus one. Do I put my IG name or my Twitter name? Yo, real talk. I write Matt Kane, motherfuckers like, damn, cuz you ain't signed the book. (laughs) You ain't signed the book. (laughs) I invited Matt makes me sick. I don't know who this Kane character is. Yo, real shit. And it's just like, that's really like, like you said, the show off. It's the, uh, it's lit. Like, that's really where we in the it's lit (laughs) culture. It's crazy. But that marriage shit just, I don't know. I I want to do it, but I don't want the wedding. Cuz, man, listen. You can go ahead and do just like you said, man. You can go ahead and get married downtown somewhere, pay, do a destination, even fly you a darn cameraman out Real talk. for, for, for a, a fraction of, of what, what a wedding costs. And guess what? All the photos and all that would be crazy. Real take talk. the dress, take the, the tux with you, yeah. and, 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 and it would be crazy. It you know what I mean? Spend damn 10 days there if you want to. I, I told her, like, even I was even, like, proposed us doing, like, a multiple destination, John, where it's like we go to Paris, then go to Abu Dhabi, then go to Sydney, Australia, because those are three places she, like, really wants to go. And it's yeah. like, I would rather put the money up for that yeah. than opposed to giving these niggas salmon. <laughs> that's just, that just to me, I don't really yeah, care about I, that. Yeah, invest in some counseling though too, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And get, and get, and get, and get yourself get yourself over to a church somewhere. Some some people can hold you I'm accountable. I'm coming to your church. Yeah, I, I, I've been hearing that, man. But I, hey, Chad, I heard that since night. He 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 said they lied to my wife oh, with his Lord, with his fiance right in front of us five years ago in front at night market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where the church at, man? Yeah, we come to the church. Definitely coming through. Yeah, Lee, because you know he got a church, right? You know what I'm saying, like, man. <laughs>
I was, I was working on Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my schedule's changed. Like, I was working Yo, on Sunday. Listen, he ain't even made it to virtual church. <laughs> I've watched virtual church. I've watched you a couple times on Facebook. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I got I to go. go. check the... Click uh, on the viewers. I'll be in there. I'll be watching the Jonah <laughs> Facebook every now and then and shit. Oh, but no, uh, I really... I'm going to come. I'm going to definitely slide. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, I mean, Lee, 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 Lee going to have to get behind Matt knowing it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have to stay married. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so Matt, Matt going to need some accountability, Real man. quick, can we talk about the NBA? The um the, the playoffs real quick before we get out of here. Um, the Clippers oh are who I thought they were back in October. I, I called it. Did you see the day that they reported Paul George had called a meeting after the June and um said, I don't feel like anybody should worry about free agency or trades. We need to all come back as this team and make another run at it next year. And they said it was met with eye rolling and, and <laughs> <laughs> They looked at him like, you? You? Pull this stance up. This you? The, the, yeah. This you? Yeah, this you? Way off P. This you? Yeah. Uh, when he yeah. shot that shot and it hit the side of the backboard, I'm just like, yeah, this is just demoralizing. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I called it back in October. You know, the opening night the Lakers played the Clippers, and it was, you know, the Clippers won. It was all this overreaction about, oh, the Clippers going steamroll through the season. And and I'm just like, nah. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to keep it a bean, and I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron guy. I'll keep it all the way live with you. The bubble fucked them up. I was getting ready to say, I think the bubble and definitely because them up. they mentally were not ready. Yeah, they you, checked out. You had players on their team who was literally like, man, I ain't going. Like, Lou Will wasn't yeah. going to go. Yeah. yeah. And then they was like, yo, like, you ain't really got shit else popping. Old time LeBron was having private workouts at the mansion. <laughs> like, no, we, we playing. No, like, we playing. LeBron was literally inviting niggas to the crib to work <laughs> yeah. out with him just to psychologically fuck with him. Yeah. Like, you really fuck with that bubble shit? Come on, check it out. Check it out. Like, like, <laughs> like Bron really a psychopath. Bron wasn't playing. Bron wasn't playing. I saw the story the other day. It was like, um, it was the, the the title on it was like, I bet you thought you've heard everything about Kobe and his work ethic. Well, here's a little something to let you know just how nuts he was. And in Kobe's second season, late in the game, fourth quarter, game on the line, he was shooting foul shots, and he missed both of them because of the, camera, of the flash. camera flash. So the whole summer, he stood out staring at the sun and shooting jumpers. My <laughs> God. <laughs> Kobe was Kobe crazy. really nuts. He was crazy. He <laughs> like, was Kobe crazy. was a real psycho. <laughs> yeah. But it said that that summer, in between the second and third season, he would shoot every day as the sun was fading in L.A., staring at the sun, so, like, the flash wouldn't affect him no more. I was like, Kobe really. The mania. He, he wanted it. He yeah, wanted he it. he really wanted he it. He really wanted it. But um, the, I, I didn't trust the Clippers just because you – any team where Lou Will has to – and this ain't a knock because I right, like Lou right, Will right, a lot. Right, right. Like, as a person, Lou Will do a lot of giving back, fly mm-hmm. as she, you know, live like Lou Will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, he a cool dude. But I just know that a team where he has to be a catalyst of scoring – He got to get you 18 going, to 23. He's going to be a minus on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. when he has to score 18, 19, like you say, 20 points for y'all to be in the game on the defensive end, you give he's going to hurt you give y'all. giving up 44. Yeah. And I just know that as good as Rajon Rondo and LeBron are at the top of the key running off them pick and rolls, even never mind the fact that KCP, Danny Green, and Kuzma can't really shoot and they just miss a lot of open shots, I know that the in and out down low game between Bron Dwight Howard and fucking AD. There's nothing to lose. Like, if you watch the last game they played the Clippers, LeBron had, I think he had like 17 assists. Anthony Davis had 36, and Dwight Howard had 21. He was literally just taking.
taking him into the pick and roll and just lobbing the ball up, and they, there's nothing mm-hmm. they could do. Because at the end of the day, Zubak and Montrose Harrell aren't jumping over AD and Dwight Howard. They're just not. Yeah. So it's like I personally was like, the Clippers to me aren't like people the other day was like, oh, the Lakers got the easiest road. They got the Nuggets. I'm like, I keep it a beam with you. They would have done the Clippers dirtier than they're doing the Nuggets. Like you still Nuggets, they would have steamrolled the, the Clippers. The Nuggets almost won that game last night. You know what I'm saying? They came back and took yeah. the lead with fucking under a minute left. I feel like the Nuggets are a way different matchup. Like that's again where that whole matchup shit matters. Well, I'm gonna tell you this though. I think the I think the bubble hurt the Clippers, right? It definitely I, hurt I, the Clippers, one hundred percent. Like like, and I think the biggest thing it hurt with the Clippers is you gotta realize the Lakers and the Nuggets. Are teams that have been actually playing mm-hmm. actual team ball with each other for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Clippers was still coasting because you had Kawhi taking days off. He was literally taking, you know what I mean, resting. Yeah. And they still had to gel. Yeah. And, and, and because it, it was, you know what I mean, the season was truncated and they took that break, you know what I mean? Lou was somewhere in the club, you know what I'm saying? You you, you still. Lemon, lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you had everything else going on. And then, like you said, Matt, they really wasn't even fully committed to wanting to have to play, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, with that being said, you saw them failing to gel. Paul George was just all yeah. over the place mentally. He's fragile mentally. You know what like I mean? LeBron was just fucking with him, I think, honestly. Like, LeBron was leading that whole charge like, this shit need to end and we need to leave. <laughs> we need to cancel the bubble today. They're like, why are you sweating? Don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> niggas just came from working out. Don't worry about that. We need to all get the fuck out of here. We should have never came here. We should have never came here. Y'all not leaving? I'm <laughs> a piece of shit. Yo. So it's like, yeah, I just, me personally, I never trusted the fact that they have Lou Will as a catalyst for their scoring because mm-hmm. I know he hurts them defensively. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, the Nikola Jokic. It's amazing. He was all that. I, and as I talk a lot of little shit about him last night. Did you watch the shit down the street? Yeah, I watched, watched the whole it? fourth quarter. I said, I tweeted it. It's so decent to see in 2020 two seven foot centers. Take over a game down the stretch and go back and forth for twenty points. Oh, like, who would have thought that you see oh, that? Oh no, he tough. In twenty twenty, AD and him scored yeah. the last twenty points. Yeah, it was nuts. They yeah. were just literally no, going shot for shot. Jokic is tough, man. He's and, all that and, and top five passer in the league. And he he's yeah, a real he's, center. He's, 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 he's a real center. He's really really. He, he's so crazy because he's like flabby and out yeah. of shape. Yeah. And he does yeah. it from every spot on the floor. That's the most impressive as a, part as a, of it. As a kid, he's yeah. like eating a fucking uh, like a corn dog and he's flabby and shit sitting there like this is the best center. Basketball, <laughs> it's like yeah, he yeah. all that. Like I, I like him a lot. He, he he dominates the game in so many different ways. Like with his passing, with his scoring, with his rebounding. Like and he's not really defensively sound like that, but yeah. he give you the and effort. He give the effort. He yeah, give the effort. effort. Yeah. And you know he just he made a decision last night. I'm going to the block. He he played old school yeah. bully ball. Yeah. He took AD right down and yes, hit him with the, the jump hook with no jumping. <clears throat> yeah. With no jumping. <laughs> just the simple. Just, just, uh, there you go. Just Lord that. Throw this yeah, look at that. Thank you, Lord that. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. The, um, and AD took advantage too where he could go out. You know I mean, hit the outside. You know I mean? I feel like we're looking at, as, as I look at it right now, I feel like the Lakers are the better team than the Nuggets. For sure. And I feel like the Heat are a better team than the Celtics. And... I ain't going to hold you. I like that little shit with Tyler Hero and Gordon Dragic and Jimmy Butler because it's like they play off each other very well. Like, Gordon Dragic has been amazing. And Jimmy don't care about scoring. That's what I'm saying. And that's the whole thing where it's like you look back at the Sixers and how they all that dissipated. His whole thing was put the ball in my hand. We're going to figure the rest out. I'm not saying put the ball in my hand so I can take all the shots. Mm -hmm. I know where these two dummies that y'all got need to be on the floor – 
and Ben is a facilitator, but he's stupid. So let me, the smart guy, tell them where to be and put us in a position to win. And they, and Brett Brown ben, fought get, with him about get it. Ben some easy baskets. And now yeah. he about to go to the finals. I'm going to be yeah. real, man. I want to see the Lakers and the Celtics, man. I, I, the whole I, I, universe want to see the I'm Lakers. Be, and the I'm gonna be real though, because I, I said this, I said it to my wife though. NBA playoffs, man, come down to stars. I do not want to watch LeBron and AD because I, I, again, Miami's a good story, great story. Jimmy Butler has been amazing. You go play the <laughs> Lakers in the finals, and, and guess Who, what? Who's the star though from the Celtics? Tatum. You got Tatum. You got you got. Kim. I don't listen, think Tatum got, a bigger star than Jimmy listen, Butler. Yo. But you got Tatum. You got Kimba, and you also got Jalen Brown. They all still. You got multiple all stars at least. I'm not trying to go see LeBron in them and Rondo in them because Rondo's going to punk Dragic. You know what I'm saying? I'm not <laughs> trying to see LeBron go out there have his way. But with the Heat, you got a bona fide star in Jimmy Butler. You got one of the best rookies in the league in Tyler Hero. Gordon Dragic is but, an all star, and Iguodala is a Finals MVP. Get, get this though, Iguodala. Spolstra. Listen. Back coaching against LeBron in the finals. Yo, I think that's a decent story. You, you gonna see them? D struggle. Wade, D you Wade, and his you, earring would pop I, up I, every I, night. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I, I hear all that. His like, blonde hair. Yeah. I, I hear all that, right? But that's the podcast and media point of view, right? For the storylines. That 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 hero hero be hit or miss too, because he becomes a volume shooter at times. You know what I'm saying? And when you get in the finals, when when it's when it's for all the marbles, and you got King James locking in. All the way in, AD turning into totally different animal right now because yeah. his his whole morale like yo I never even got this far Duh. so now I'm going off. It's I, limitless. He took a I, limitless I, I, pill. I, I personally think that the the Heat would match would just be a bit better contest than the Celtics. I think they they they, they end up with the Celtics just a sweep. I, I just don't see Jalen Brown and them. Think about LeBron they, was they, running over them by himself with Cleveland. They could score. He ran over no, them. Like, they was no, puppies though. Yeah, but I'm about to say but no because Jalen Brown and them was young boys so they wouldn't. You remember when LeBron hit the and one to seal in the game six? LeBron was yeah, bowling over them niggas with Cleveland. So with AD and this, I, I just feel like they just wash them, the nah, Celtics. At the, least I feel like the Heat, it's a game. What, what Kelly Olenek going to do to AD down there? What the fuck is Jaden, I mean, uh, Jay Crowder going to do down there? <laughs> Yo, listen, I like my chances to see Goran Hayward and 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 all the other scores. What's the big white boy in the Celtics? Oh man, he's a boy. Uh, what's oh, the one that argue every call? Nim. Like Thies. 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 Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like what's yeah. he gonna do with so, AD? But, he argue but listen, every call. But, but here, here's my point though. Again, now playoff basketball, you got three dudes, and even you can throw Hayward back in the mix, who can all go for twenty, and they all been consistent scores. The Heat is going to struggle because again, you got Jimmy Butler, and you hoping them other guys. Well, actually, Goran Dragic is the leading scorer. So it's like Dragic has been on fire. Jimmy Butler, it, Jimmy Butler, honestly, be like Rondo not letting Dragic go off on him. Uh, I just feel like it's the, the storylines and the matchup is better for the Heat Lakers than the Lakers Celtics. I got the Lakers like if, sweeping the Heat. I got the Lakers four one regardless. I, I, I was about to say I, it's because Frank or Vogel has proven to be a brilliant defensive L- head coach. Listen, motherfuckers will give Frank Vogel sure. all the shit they want to give. When he realized against the Rockets, like, oh, no, we got to go small. We got to play the fucking small ball with AD at the five. Boom. AD goes into the five, lock him up at the perimeter. It was over. It's a Rizzo. Now, you, I told my man, starting when the Nuggets joined, I'm like, you're going to see a lot more Dwight Howard rotations. Yeah. And honestly, I was saying it to one of my homies last night. You realize just in these last two games how much better Dwight Howard is than JaVale McGee. Like, at the end of the day, JaVale McGee is a double champion, but Dwight Howard really is a three-time defensive yeah. player of the year. And you see just how he can do little yeah. shit to where he got he, – as good as we just talked about Jokic, Dwight had him irritated like yeah. a motherfucker. Dwight, I out of the, out of the last eight 
quarters, six of them. He's literally had Jokic all over yeah. the fucking place. He had Jokic before fouls in the fucking first <laughs> half the other yeah. night. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, Dwight Howard is still very fucking good at basketball. And that's the joint that, uh, uh, what's the white dude to be with Reggie Miller? Um, Kevin Harlan. Harlan was saying the other night. This is just veterans running. Mm-hmm. Like, LeBron is 17 years in. Dwight Howard is 16. Rondo is 14. Like, these ain't young niggas. Right. Yeah. They right. just old niggas. It's right. like the old nigga that come to the park on a pedal bike. Right. And he starts saying, come on, young boy, you don't know what the fuck you they like. Yeah. And start fucking with <laughs> well, you. With all due respect, you ready? I'm about to sock shit old. I'm, I'm <laughs> and with all due respect, Bam, 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 good defender, too. Bam, all Bam, that. definitely good Bam defender. So, yeah, he, he, might, he might be able to, you know what I'm saying, somewhat try to check AD, even on the perimeter aspect, match his athleticism. But to your point, the veterans. They not letting hero go off. None hero. Not they not they not. It's, going, it's going to be a show and, and prove. And, and listen, and Danny Green still can play defense. A little bit. He's still no. He's We have a we have a Danny see, Green hatred see, thing going on in our group but, chat. But, but see, but see, I'm gonna also say that one of the reasons why a lot of people probably hate hate him too though is like the way he was set up with better looks, man. Playing, you know what I'm saying, with the Spurs, Toronto, and all that. It's a different, different ball game when you playing with LeBron. LeBron will dribble to you in trouble, then say, "Oh, you better hit the shot now." Right. And it's like a lot of times you got to get used to that. Yeah, the but same you way gotta Boston hit the loved. shot now. That's but, the thing. But I mean, he but his whole career he been hit him, so he just stopped learning how to play when he played with LeBron. But it's still like those, those be the adjustments too. Like it's all about groove and how you work those shooters in, in the game too. You follow what I'm saying? So I think that again, Danny Green still gonna go ahead and show you that experience. Do you man. remember Rex Walters? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we was at the Pecom Center on City Line Avenue, right? We was in mm-hmm. high school. Rex Walters, we was in there, and he was like, we went in there after school. Rex Walters was in there with the Temple motherfuckers or whatever. So we was like shooting around, whatever, whatever. And we, it was me, my man Haran, my man Mike. And we, they was like, basically on some like, yo, let's play two on two, but nobody was in. So Rex Walters came over and was like, come on, I'll run with y'all. And I don't even play basketball. They play basketball, but we started playing. And my man Mike was like, basically fucking with him, like, you old, whatever, whatever, whatever. And when I tell you, like, he, he was didn't doing miss. So it was me and it was me and Rex. This is the funniest shit ever. Me and Rex Walters versus my man Smoke and my man Mike. And my man Mike played ball. 6'3, played ball. He couldn't do nothing with him. Right. And he had me knocking down Jimmy's like a good little role player. <laughs> this shit was, I was coming off the wing, little eight footer. I can sit down and just like, yo, when you in that position, yeah. Rex was setting me up. Nigga, you gotta bury that shot. And it's like Danny Green for LeBron. All you gotta do is make the shot. That's but, it. But, but your That's point, all you gotta but, but do. But your point is how you and set Danny up. Green cannot make them. He'll like Ross said it the other night. He'll have that one game in the finals where he knocked down six for seven for three, and you know he got twenty seven points, but and everybody listen, like, oh shit. But like you said though. He sets you up. It's about how you get set up. Like I said. Well, I'm a different animal. I'm telling you right <laughs> you know now. Though, but I'm telling you right now. The previous previous places he's been at, Toronto. In San Antonio, the way they set you up was great ball movement. Yeah. And LA's different because Brian holding that thing up till he feel like he want to make a decision. Right. It's not the same. It's like, yo, it's <laughs> like Chris, the other day it, was imitating. He was like, Brian be standing there <laughs> staring at the, the line spin on the ball <laughs> till the clock get to six. Then he then he, he yeah. jumped into the joint. Yo. It's like, yeah, real so, shit. So it is, it is difficult. It's like Bosch had to figure that out too for like a couple seasons with the heat. Role, yeah. Right. So it was like, all right, I know when you about to kick it to me. Now I'm I've adjusted to become a more of a spot-up guy. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But I, I still feel like in them finals, you're going to see them vets, like you said, become them veterans. Yeah, man. the lineup's and shortened. I, yeah. You're only yeah. running seven motherfuckers maybe. You yeah, they're going to sweep the heat. So, so, so I, I'd rather see at least the able scores because I, I I feel like we're going to still I feel like it would be halfway of, our, <laughs> of a good matchup. Two things I saw that like kind of bugged me over the last couple of days. So Giannis won the MVP, second in a row. And I'm, people have gone I'm off s- now with the – is Giannis better than AD? 
and I've seen a lot of back and forth about this on Twitter. And my thing is, Giannis is a freak of nature. He's honestly probably the most freakish motherfucker we've ever seen in NBA. The fact that, you know, he can literally from half court when he's in full stride, take three steps and dunk. It's the scariest shit you probably, he's like a gazelle. But when Anthony Davis gets the rock from the low post to about 18 feet, he's almost automatic. Like Anthony Davis doesn't miss. Them short range jumpers, he just don't miss them motherfuckers. And then I look at last night, him coming off that screen to bury the shot. Now, Miles Pumbley is a little bit of an idiot. But AD got the rock in the spot. I don't think Giannis hits that shot. He's not even taking that shot. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, Giannis <laughs> got to hit the he, – he, he got to get better with the shot. But I'm going to say this, man. Uh, defensively, man, Giannis. But I'm going to also say this, too. By a hair. I'm but, like, but he's not the second defensive No, I'm going to say, but he, he, don't get me wrong. AD do lock up. You know, you talk about durability defensively, but also AD got more time in, too. So what Giannis is doing at this point in his career, winning back-to-back MVPs, and then also, but also leading his team to being a clear-cut best team in the league, even though he, man, that that was a terrible fold job. Uh, but it's two years in a row of the fold job. And at what point do we hold him as the best player accountable for the fold job? He should and be. honestly, stop giving him the, the, MVPs the, the, because he's averaging 30 against bums. Like he played the, the Pistons 19 times like a season. Defend, like, did, did, you're going to average 30. Like, the defensive player of the year shit is kind of like, like, think about AD done literally led the league in blocks three times and then made the all-defensive first team three times. So, and they kept giving it to Rudy Gobert. So it's just like... <laughs> well, let me say this, though. <clears throat> I gotta turn this guy to the AC. Uh, Giannis defends... A lot more of your premier scores than AD does, right? Because it's from position, so that's why I'm saying, like, you got to give him his just doing that. Yeah. He he's seeing your Lebrons every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He got to see, you know, what I mean, your Jimmy Butler's. He got to see those type of players. But I will say, like, it's close because I think AD's definitely been a top five, fringe top five, top seven guy. Everybody's always said he's been that yeah, type yeah. of talent. You know what I mean? I th- like people thought that Paul George was better than him. Who I had never better than thought who? that. AD? Then AD. People said that too. He was Paul George. People thought Paul George was better than Kawhi too. I, I was arguing with like, fools on Twitter years ago. Like, yeah, no, I, no, wait, we talked about it. At one point, like, this is before the leg came off and all that. I'm talking about like the fucking pacer Paul George. Yeah. He positioned himself where, like, when he was going at it with Braun and yeah. Wade and them with the Heat, where it was like, yo, Paul George might be the next bull. You know what I'm saying? Then, of course, you know, the leg and everything else, and it's just playoff P and all that goofy shit. Three teams shit. and three seasons and all that. And nonsense. now it's just like, damn, man, we kind of, you know, we've been led astray. <laughs> Run them up. You <laughs> Run know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's just like, damn, Paul George, not who we thought he was. But, yeah, I can remember when motherfuckers thought Paul George was like top five. Yeah, motherfuckers straight said Paul George is the best two-way player in basketball. People was tripping. This year. Yeah. But get into this season. Going into the jump, motherfuckers was like, Paul tripping, George is the best two-way player in basketball. And I was just like, y'all are on crap. <laughs> Another thing I saw that bothered the fuck out of me with Anthony Davis, Charles Barkley compared him to Derek Coleman last night. <laughs> we talked about this. And <laughs> I think I think Chuck was going though to like college when DC was before he got fat for that lockout. Because Derek Coleman definitely was tough though. He was, Derek Coleman he was, was next all level. That. He was next level tough. And he was like he, Zach Randolph before Zach he, Randolph. He wasn't Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah. Davis is arguably top three or four players in the NBA. Like, think about it. Him and LeBron, the first motherfuckers to make all NBA first. You know who, who uh, TRPE trivia. LeBron and AD both made all NBA first team this year. Mm-hmm. First time that two teammates have done it in 13 years. Who did it before? Guarantee you don't get this one. I was going to go right to Kobe and Shaq. No. 
13 years. What, what is it? Uh, I even gave you 13 what, years. What, what, what we talking about? 2007? That's 2020. Oh, so yeah, they weren't even in together, together 13 years ago. Yeah, so definitely won Kobe and Shaq. Duncan Kobe and Parker? Shaq? Nope. Kobe and Shaq never did it. Really? Never made first NBA all together. Think about it, Kobe wasn't making all NBA first teams till 06, 07 when Shaq was gone. Like all NBA first teams mean your top two guards in the NBA. Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Top two forwards and best center. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna get this. The yeah. last time two teammates made All NBA first team together, 2007. Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. I was like, what the? Oh wow! Fuck, crazy! Wow! That's how nobody would have got that. That's how <laughs> right. crazy Steve Nash was that year. Yeah. He had Amari first team All NBA too. Well, Amari was a problem. He was though. all that. He didn't actually make it crazy. Amari, I remember it for the, for a whole playoff series. Amari was uh, he was making Tim Duncan look like me. Pre, <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> uh, pre Oakley Amari, yeah. yeah before yo. he was rocking shades and shit, hell yeah. Amari was fucking crazy. Pre Oakley, <laughs> pre Oakley. <laughs> yeah, nobody caught that. I was I was gonna say what's the correlation with Charles Oakley? But, but dang. Oakley glasses. Yeah, pre Oakley Amari was fucking crazy. But yeah, Steve Nash and him made All NBA Damn. first team. But Chuck last night compared him to Derek Coleman. I'm just like. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? We started talking the thing about the older players where they devalue everything from LeBron. So I saw last night when basically the play that they ran, like a lot of people don't realize it because I, I I watched one of uh, Frank Vogel's joints online the other day where they were basically breaking down all of his like inbound plays. Mm-hmm. The play was designed to be a decoy for oh, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. So when AD comes off of the back screen – Miles Plumley was supposed to follow him, mm-hmm. and then LeBron's man basically is on the block. LeBron's open over the top. That's mm-hmm. what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But when Rondo, being as good as he is, he saw Miles Plumley stop and bounce past in an AD. We got the wide open shot. Of course, AD buries it. But that wasn't the design play. It was for LeBron. Yeah. So, of course, motherfuckers last night went off and was like, oh, LeBron, he better be lucky he got AD. See, I be telling y'all, LeBron, he ain't it. You know, he need that player. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. LeBron done hit but- more late second shots in the playoffs than any other human ever. So, last night I saw a motherfucker. And I, you know the comments, like you say all the time. The comments, you try to just ignore them, whatever. But I'm on Facebook, and this. I just didn't like his face, like in the little Abby. <laughs> little circle. Yeah, that little circle, just his face just irritated me. So he was like, I be trying to tell y'all LeBron a bitch-ass nigga. Y'all be trying to. Oh, goodness. He, he was like, I be trying to tell y'all LeBron a bitch-ass nigga. He be trying to. Uh, he be trying to masquerade like he Kobe or Jordan. He ain't that. Game on the line. You letting AD take the shot. Come on, bro. Where your heart at? So I commented on it. And I'm like, fam, Jordan on, in the finals passed the ball to Steve Kerr and to motherfucking Paxson. Paxson. And they hit game-winning shots. He responded. was like, you shut your nut ass up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stop yeah. ruining my narrative. Yeah, you, you ruining shit with your facts. Get the when, fuck out when, of here. When all else fell, just get belligerent. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's what I'm not. And, uh, so, of course, now today I'm still getting... And the so-and-so commented <laughs> on that post so-and-so guy. I'm just like, Terrible. why the fuck I even get into it? But it's it's so wild because it's like LeBron can't do anything. And it's so annoying because at 17 years, you would think the man's just earned the right to just be out there. And I had the conversation with my homie the other day, and I'm like, you know what I'm loving the most out of this situation is in three years when LeBron officially retires, he done did his 20 and he gone. People will be like, damn, ain't nothing left. Who next? AD's going to be the best player in basketball. Because AD's getting better every single night. AD's going to be outrageous. I, I don't know about I'm that. I'm telling you, dog. Think about it, AD top five now. AD top five now. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
Like like it or not. I know where you're going. Like it or not, that boy that boy Luka Doncic gonna be around. Oh, that wasn't where I was going. Oh no, that's Luka where I'm special. going. Luke Luke Luka triple. I was, triple what, double, what I was gonna drop say forty on you. And I just, think I think Luka's all that he's gonna have to get a way better team though. Cause they're they they honestly blew like fucking fifteen games this oh, year. For sure. It was just ridiculous. For sure, yeah. So it's like, yeah, they're gonna have to get a better Mark, team around. But Mark Cuban him. gonna do that though. Mark Cuban's gonna be out there. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be on the floor. <laughs> he be playing so, yeah. Yo, I'm running point this year. <laughs> Mark Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban gonna campaign and it ain't gonna be hard to get nobody there to play with Luka. It's gonna be easy. Yeah. I mean, they, the, the Clippers were Kristaps getting ejected and being injured away from getting bounced in the first round. I was gonna say True, the Clippers sure. blew an eighteen yeah. point lead in the first game because like Luka, they could have easily been up three one. Luca, different type of dog though, man. Like, Luca's like, all like, that. Luca, the type boy that's gonna really sit there and probably say like, Brian, I want to spend the, the off season with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to learn it. from you. And, and I think AD, though, being under Bron night in and night out, it's just rubbing off to where it's just like he's not afraid to take that shot. And he yeah. said, like, I want that shit. And like, his biggest thing coming into the season was, like, the durability questions. And I think he proved everybody wrong Yeah, with he's that. been excellent like, he's this year. playing but, every but, game. But my question is this, though. Is AD, when LeBron going, is AD, which has yet to really remain to be seen, going to be able to elevate his team the way Luka can? Well, Luke, Luke hasn't really Luke, elevated him. He has. He took the Mavs to the playoffs, and they damn near bounced Clippers out of there. I'm saying, well, Luke, Luke came in. They was a they was a top three lottery team. You yeah, see what I'm saying? I mean, they like, got they, they they're gonna get better and they're gonna win some. But I think AD being on the Lakers is like that percentage, especially once he wins a chip, maybe two. I will say this: the Lakers have to win a chip this year. Like anything yeah. outside of the, the chip is a failure. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, and they, they they can't go in there and play around. They can't even have like a, a contest in the no, finals. They gotta no. go out there and obliterate. Like somebody. they have to live. Well, just, I'm gonna be honest. I, I think this is probably gonna be the last year uh, of them having to be able to win one. To be I, listen, that's where I was about to go yeah. because I keep it to be with you. And nobody really wants to talk about it. The Nets next year to me are really going to be outrageous. Be, KD, KD and if, if he's KD, if he's still KD, KD and Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie, if he's, I, if just, he's 85 percent of KD <laughs> in the East. He's with at, Kyrie, he will average 37. They're, they're going to be outrageous. <laughs> get 30 by the third and take his <laughs> and, rest. And I was telling him. Because I saw him working out. He looked way bigger. Yeah, he like he put on a little muscle. Like he put on like muscle. 20 pounds yeah. of muscle. So I'm just like, yo, real talk. Like, you got the Nets. The Warriors are still Steph and Clay are still Steph and Clay, Dog, and they got the top. They got the second pick. They're gonna fuck around and scumbag Lamelo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With, I mean, uh, did I say it right? Yeah, Lamelo. Yeah, Lamello like they're gonna fuck around scumbag Lamelo. You put him over there. Wait, the way- hold up. Or or or, or they turn gonna, him or, into a veteran. Yeah, you got to so say they're like, they gonna go and flip that into getting one of these disgruntled stars, and they come back being the mod stars next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm saying they get you give them another red bone shooter, nigga. <laughs> that's the last fucking thing they need. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, real talk. It's like it's a lot of little teams who didn't make it this yeah. year that no, are going to be right. in the mix yeah. next year. And, you know, these teams are still – the Mavericks are going to get better. The Clippers are still going to be the Clippers. The Houston might eventually, you know what I'm saying, maybe make a three when the shit counts. And they, you know, <laughs> So it's just like this is the year the Lakers have to win this year. Yeah, it's a, a free one for them. It's a, it's a, it's a free roll. Yeah, my and, and, and don't get it twisted, man. You know what I'm saying? I got always lobby for my boys, but the Knicks then turned into like mini Rock Nation. You know what I mean? <laughs> Steve, Steve Stout, World Wild West. You know what I'm saying? We about Leon, we, Rose. Leon Rose. We we, we ready to finagle some stars over there. The, the guard may be popping. I wanted KD to go to the Knicks. It's just that with, Did you you know, with Dolan running the it? team, it's just like. They should have had some like problems cl- in there last year. That's exactly. what it was. Did That's you see what, what KD said about going to the Knicks? Well, he said, I never really thought about it. He was like, um. Son, uh, I didn't want that on me. Like, I didn't want to have to be the one to bring. Did, did you see that? He, yeah, I've seen that. He did an interview about it. He said, like, basically, like, 
I didn't want to have the whole Nick franchise, the pressure of bringing Madison yeah. Square Garden back. That sounds like KD though. But, yeah, but, I mean, but the Knicks, the Knicks mess around. You know what I mean, try to you know finagle, swindle Giannis. You know what I mean? You know, KD like I didn't want that pressure on me, and I rate on his burner account like KD a real nigga for what he. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga for now. Who want to deal with that bullshit? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. James Dolan is the problem for real. <laughs> <laughs> who would want to deal with yeah, that? Who would want to deal with that bullshit day in and day out? But uh, you got anything else? Nah, not really, man. Uh, we appreciate our, you know, our brother, friends of the show, Carl. Superstar Carl. You got to put doctor in front of your name. Doctor, I got to do Yeah, that. just go ahead and lie. Doctor Pastor. Doctor Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Deacon Doctor. Yo, oh, Dr. Martin Luther, Dr. Pastor Carl, Dr. Poise Watkins. You might um, don't you got something coming up with uh you filming with AB? Can we talk about that real quick? I mean you filming with some people today. I don't want to yeah. say who. Filming with some people today, it'll be out in a couple weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also uh WHYY got a special too. They asked me to, to plug it on my social media, but about gun violence in Philly, um, TV special coming out the 30th. Um and Couple other stuff coming down the pipeline, but you're really everywhere, man. This is like lit to see. Oh, it's yeah. lit. No, definitely everywhere. But you know, Friday, you know, checking I mean? my job this, the other day, this, this she was she day. admit she was like, um, she did she of course she didn't know I know you or whatever. She was like, yeah, I'm watching this thing from last night. Apparently, some hood pastor was like going some off on, on Trump or whatever. And I was like, now nah, that's my man Carl or whatever. She's like, oh, you know him? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you really know him? And I showed a picture like of us like just in random like here. I'm like. She was like, oh, damn, yeah, that's him. That's the boy, yeah, damn. He looked a lot less angry than what he was last night. I was, I was like, that's just girl face. That's how he That be. really is just my face. Yeah. <laughs> but and I mean, um, she was like, yeah, it was decent, you know what I'm saying, to see what he said or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. She was like, is he a real pastor? I'm like, yeah, no, nah, he real, real dude. That, them, remember them, them them couple years where it was like, is, he, is Carl a real pastor? Was like the, well, even when you came to my, to my girl crib or whatever, they was like, um, Carl came in, introduced himself, was like, yeah, you know, they was like, yeah, I do two churches. And my stepsister was like, ain't that the one y'all be having on y'all show? I was like, yeah. She was like, is he like a real pastor? I'm like, yeah. like, <laughs> like Absolutely. They, that's what I told you. Go to WWE, dog. Like, people think it's nah, like a gimmick. Man. It's like, no, nah, that's nah. not real. <laughs> well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Friday, Get man. Get some funky suits. <laughs> Friday, Friday night, man. Friday night, 7 to 8.30, man. We're going to be at 52nd and Market. Um. It's going to be like an outdoor just worship experience, man. We bringing love to the streets, just having people out there, man, just praising God because it's time for us to just come together as a people, you know, try to bring healing to the city. Um, multitude of things that we got going on, man. You know what I mean? Still mentoring our boys, taking them on monthly trips, uh, you know, actually going to start having church service outside, too. I'm aiming to try to make it happen this Sunday. Um Plus a, a plethora of other things that we're doing just as far as trying to reduce violence in the city and whatnot, yeah. man. So, you know, um, yeah. So all that's coming down the pipeline, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, appreciate you coming, man, with everything Appreciate you on. coming. Appreciate all the work that you're doing in the community, the real work, working with the city, you know, most importantly, touching the people and still being available for the for TRP, man. Thank you. No doubt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Facts. We're on a roll. Yes. We'll be back. Peace. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.